We're good. We're good. All right. Three, two, one. Another episode of Tex and Mex with Juan and Hames. Yes. Yes. So last episode, it's been like like almost two weeks since we've done our last episode, right? Yeah, maybe a little more. Yeah, this shit comes up. Uh, so last episode, we trying to figure out the Dave Chappelle situation with the housing and I know this is like weeks yeah. behind us now, but <laughs> I just want to clarify we've you know found the truth of it oh, after okay. that weird article we tried to read that was basically smearing them, but yeah, it was like <laughs> it was weird. not direct, but at the end of it, Slate.com hates Dave Chappelle, which after we, we're going to play a clip from Jimmy Dore's show where he actually mm. explains the truth of that story okay. and how Dave Chappelle was actually fighting for the idea of affordable housing more in that lines rather than not the you know corporate media wants to smear anybody that's trying to do good yeah I get for you. anybody else uh yeah but basically made an ass myself trying to guess and whatnot <laughs> and <laughs> uh kind of okay. trash low income earners <laughs> but uh uh yeah made an ass myself so we're going to clarify it with a uh, good old help from Jimmy Dore again, the Jimmy Dore show on YouTube. Jimmy we'll just Dore. play. Uh, I think it's I think it's like two to four minutes clips. It's a uh, y'all want to check it out for yourself if you're still wanting clarification on the Dave Chappelle affordable housing story. Mm-hmm. Uh, J- the Jimmy Dore show on YouTube. It's titled "No, Dave Chappelle did not." All capitalized did not okay. oppose affordable housing. This was uploaded three weeks ago. So a little late on clarifying it, but <laughs> you know, got to make some money first. Uh, so here we go. Uh, basically, the part, I'm like two minutes and 39 seconds into this video. The mm-hmm. video is like 11 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. But we're just going to play like the, you know, starting 239, just a couple minutes. It Before. starts with a lady... Some lady that knows the the legal side of that situation, mm-hmm. the home builders and all this and that, and what uh, Dave Chappelle and other townsfolks were uh, raising hell about. Yeah. Uh, basically, she's going to explain that these fuckers were basically trying to scam the system, have more money by pretending they were going to have affordable housing or oh, something like okay. that. Well, we'll just listen to her because it's been a couple weeks since I've watched it. So here we go. Three, two, one. Now, he's the exact opposite. So let's see what happened. Here we go. No. Oh, my bad. It starts off. We're going to start off with Dave Chappelle voicing his opinion at the town hall meeting. And then it goes, Jimmy Dore talks about the lady. The lady comes on, explains what's going on. Okay. All right, here we go. Here's Dave Chappelle going off. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, I'm Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I just want to say, and Marianne, I could talk to you about this privately. Um, I don't know why the village council would be afraid of litigation from a $24 million a year company while they it's out the $65 million a year company. I cannot believe you would make me audition for you. You look like clowns. I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. That's all. Thank you. 
By the way, he will. All right. He's already shown what he'll do, you know? Yeah, he, he, he's already shown. He's a man of his word. He'll walk. Uh, A.J. Delgado says this is a lie. Dave Chappelle did not shoot down an affordable housing plan in his town. It was a tacky developer's plan for 140 homes in the $400,000 price range, not affordable housing. The plan happened to include a throw-in of 1.7 acres. How generous of affordable housing. So this was a huge development, development and they were using uh, the ploy of affordable housing to get the, the plan approved. Dave Chappelle sniffed it out and said, I ain't going along with this garbage. That's what happened. Here's what Did someone hired those Jonas Propaganda Brothers to right? come up with a thing for their uh -huh. real estate. <laughs> Here we go. Shockingly uh, enough, the headlines about this story are incredibly misleading. This is not an affordable housing project, an affordable housing endeavor that we're seeing. This is a case of a you know real estate company that's building a development, and of the 55 acres of this development, they're promising to set aside under two acres for quote-unquote affordable housing. And we see this happen a lot. It's an attempt to get a tax write-off. So I think it's a really misleading setup. But I do think that it's an important opportunity, hopefully, for us to look at these issues of housing, because the truth is celebrities won't save us or provide affordable housing. Uh, real estate companies won't save us or provide affordable housing. And just to give you a sense, um, Oberer, the company, will not, ne not necessarily be the company that develops that part, the, the affordable housing part. And the village will ask for proposals later, according to plans submitted to the village. So obviously, the affordable housing element is not a priority because they may not even be developing that part. They don't even have the proposals. Well, I, I'm glad that people are on the side of affordable housing. I think that what is one of the problems with this framing, though, is that but for Dave Chappelle getting up at a, at a council meeting, we would be having affordable housing when the truth is we don't prioritize affordable housing it's not profitable enough to develop affordable public housing and there's going to be a shortage of that until we realize that housing is something that we all believe in investing in and imagine the resources we could put into housing uh, if we spent the money that we're spending in sending billions of dollars in lethal aid to ukraine oh wow okay. good points by katie helper uh, so helper. So that basically sums it up, right? Yeah. Do you want do you want a couple minutes of this more? No, whatever. That basically sums it up, right? Yeah. So yeah, I agree with everything she said. Yeah. And and yeah, I feel like an ass for what I said on the last one. I was all like, well, people are working hard to earn yeah. those four hundred <laughs> grand homes, but yeah. I see I didn't know this whole story at yeah. all based off of we just went with slate.com. Yeah, and I just try to guess what the fuck was being talked about, and made a complete ass out of myself, <laughs> which I was, which I knew was a huge risk of doing. So, <laughs> but uh, my apologies. I I believe in affordable housing. So, <laughs> like, fuck. It's like I don't understand. Like, cause have you noticed around here in North Texas, all the new homes being built are like. Mm -hmm. Aren't they like half a million dollar homes? Yeah. Like entire neighborhoods. Yeah. And I'm just like, damn, dude. Like pretty expensive. What are the, what is everyone doing for work? Right. <laughs> like, holy shit. Who knows? Like all around Fort Worth, like northwest Fort Worth right now, for those who don't live in Fort Worth listening. Yeah. I mean, there's this 
in Saginaw area, just huge neighborhoods of huge, like fucking expensive homes. Yeah. Propping up everywhere. I'm talking an entire neighborhood's worth. Like they ain't shitting. Like (laughs) it's fucking everywhere. And they're all propping around like the older neighborhoods are like, you know, run down looking and more normal looking, not they're either run down looking or they're just normal homes. Yeah, like, I get you. You know, they're not extravagant like these new ones. All these new ones are like these giant two-story square box looking things. Yeah. And they just like rinse and repeat like the same five setups. Yeah, pretty much. And there's like, I swear there's like a couple hundred homes at least in a neighborhood. These new neighborhoods are just popping up left and right. And I'm just like, damn, dude, where's the jobs at? Like, we're people are affording this because I'm like, well, you got Lockheed, you got, I'm sure there's some downtown stuff, you know, like other than running your own businesses, I don't, I just don't know where the jobs are. Like, where the fuck are these people making this money? Like, yeah, I mean, good for them, but damn, it's like, and then like a, was it Hazlitt area? Giant, nice new neighborhoods Mm -hmm. like that are, you know, uh, there's no way just anybody's gonna afford that. No, but I don't know. It's like, but they're filled up too. All these big, nice, fucking expensive homes, neighborhoods yeah. <laughs> are everywhere around us now. So they're all like just filled up quick. Yeah, it's like, damn. I wonder how many people actually living in these homes can actually afford it. I don't know. Or they're just barely making it happen. More likely. There's a lot of that, but I do know one thing: uh, the housing market's about to like get fucked up. No, <laughs> that's for sure. One of these days. Oh, it's gonna happen soon, especially now. You know the sanctions on the Russia and all that. That's yeah. destroying everybody's economy. Uh, we'll get that here in a minute. Believe me, I do want to talk about that. <laughs> uh, but like. I mean, what, what have you noticed about the real estate market lately? Because uh, that guy I follow, Minority Mindset, he mm-hmm. released a video either this morning or yesterday morning. What's today? Today's March 10th. Yeah. So it, today or yesterday, he released a video talking about the housing market's about to like fuck, like go down. Yeah. Let me see. I don't pull it up. I won't play it. I'll just read the title to it. Uh. Small businesses yeah, are joining. Oh, uh, I hit YouTube and it keeps playing the video instead. Oh, all right, all right, here we go. Yeah, he has a video called "Housing Will Get Hit." Uh, urgent warning for all home buyers and sellers. Oh, it's okay. like fucking twenty minutes long. Dang. And he's been producing videos like this for a year and a half. Every once in a while, he's had mm-hmm. some that are couple months ago for like an hour long I was oh, talking about the possibilities based on the information right now what's mm-hmm. what is expected to happen who's doing what and what that will cause like oh, the okay. federal reserve uh interest rates going up yeah sure uh which is supposed to combat inflation but at the same time he came out with a video talking about the inflation thing this yeah has nothing to do with the housing video uh just the Current economics right now. Oh, okay. Uh, basically, 
shit about to get real ex- more expensive. Oh, for sure. Thanks to sanctions on Russia. The reason why is, uh, you know, Joe Biden, <laughs> and uh, I'm going to go ahead and assume to, and the rest of the dumbass Democrat Party, uh, all decided all on their own. Uh, now, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, that he decided to not allow oil, U.S. oil drilling, no more, mm-hmm. like fracking, at all. So his idea was to we don't drill our own oil at all, mm-hmm. or at least not enough to where we can just depend on ourselves for it. That's a fact. Yeah. Uh, we can't even do that. You know why? Because most of our oil, this is what his dumbass idea is. We don't drill for our own oil because, you know, I don't know. I'm going to guess the dumbass presented environmental issues as a thing, even though there's probably a bunch of procedures to prevent shit from happening so you can still safely get the oil. Yeah. But whatever. So that that got canceled. Our U.S. drilling got canceled. So guess who f- who's filling in? Until recently, mm-hmm. our oil uh, supply demands. Russia. Yeah. yeah. This fucking idiot decided to be dependent on Russian oil. Yeah. At the same time, what has our country been doing for like the last fucking 80 years with Russia? Talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like the two, two, our two countries, or the governments at least, especially the U.S. government, can just not stop fucking with people. And look look where we're at now. Let's uh, ban the Russian oil. And what does that do in turn? Oh, all civilians get fucked out of the money that they just fucking earned. Yeah. Because instead of paying two-something a gallon, I just went and I did like three-quarters of a tank of my Ford Focus, uh-huh. and I paid over 40. Oh, dang. It was four-something a gallon already. Yeah. Uh. And it's expected to go to six until they figure out where to get oil from somewhere else. Does that sound smart? One? No, why? Getting oil from other people? Yeah. Let's not drill our own, but let's Mm -hmm. get it from other people because, you know, we care about the environment. Yeah. Or I'm guessing that's the whole (laughs) excuse. Yeah, I get you. But I suspect it's it's just a plot. It's a part of something bigger that these rich government assholes get together and they try to figure out how to like who how do we control resources that don't belong to us that way we can capitalize more on money by (laughs) raising the fucking monthly bills on everybody because we control everything and so what am i talking about well i guess we can and by the way big grain of salt i'm mainly getting my info from well not big grain of salt but a lot of this is going to be my opinion. Oh, okay. That I'm going to be spooning out, but with facts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say spooning, but uh, <laughs> just trying to make sure people actually know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, I get you. Uh, rather than this uh, all Sunday U.S. media. The same one that was ready to enslave you and your family over ridiculous so-called safety from the COVID-19 COVID policies. Mm-hmm. We all see how that quickly went to fucking nothing now. It's just a complete 180 over the last couple months. 
went from, oh, you better wear your mask, you better do, 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 you better do what you're told, better do what you're told, better do what you're told, yeah. to we don't even fucking think about it now. We got to move on. We're sick of this. <laughs> the very people who are trying to imprison us with these policies are the ones saying this now. Yeah. Did you know that one? Mm-mm. The Democrats, yeah. Yeah. They're all like, oh, we need to get over to just enough of this. We can't let. And even dumbass Biden came out. We can't keep letting this virus just control our lives. And What? Just not too long ago, you motherfuckers were ready to put a microchip in people. So they can be scanned for a COVID passport. All right, you know how fucking insane that sounds? And that's not a fake story. That's a real story. There's a fucking news clip on it. Like on this company that was ready to fucking make billions off of that. Another yeah. company making billions while the rest of us are being controlled in our fucking homes. Yeah. Like, what? But, anyways. uh, Yeah, so there's that. Fucking, I need to calm down a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, the same media that everybody was like, all right, we're done listening to this shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are obviously lying about COVID. And by the way, folks who are listening, there are teenagers who are no longer with us. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they took the vaccine. That's a fact. That's a fact. There's a story that was going on TikTok not too long ago about yeah. a 13-year-old boy. Got it. Within a few days, dead. Uh, direct result of the vaccine. Um, uh, Joe Rogan was on Tim Dillon's show about a month or so ago. I don't don't remember. It was within this year or so, what, within the last two months. Mm -hmm. Uh, And he knows a a personal friend, his friend's friend's daughter, 14-year-old daughter, dead within seven days after the shot. Dead. Like, he talked about it uh, on Tim Dillon's show. Um, within literally get the shot each single day, seven days afterwards, like the her situation just got worse, worse, worse. Then she died mm-hmm. immediately after the shot. People are dying from these shots. And mm-hmm. it's funny that you got to hear about it through friends and social media outlets. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. independent people. Hmm. Yeah, that's the world we live in. Meanwhile, they're bragging about the billions. Meanwhile, Pfizer has got a federal judge up its ass about its data. Uh-huh. Uh, Johnson & Johnson just disappeared from the vaccine completely. Did they? I don't know. Uh, like, I haven't heard shit up. that some shit happened to them. And I haven't heard about it since. No, it's like, wow. And then it's just like... And then there's something else... Uh, Jimmy Dore just came out with another video the other day, and they're going over actual data from, uh, I think it was Pfizer, mm-hmm. showing over a thousand different things that can go wrong. Oh, really? Yeah, I forgot what was the word used. Uh, let me see if I can just pull it up real quick. Oh, wow. His latest video, two hours ago, members of Congress caught profiting off a Ukraine war. Yeah. And he has Nancy Pelosi (laughs) and some blonde chick. I don't know her. 
Oh, it's the thumbnail. There it is. Adverse events. That's what it's called. Okay. So his Jimmy Dore video again. It's about almost eight minutes. Pfizer releases long list of over a thousand vax adverse events. That's insane. Like what the fuck? That was it. What? (laughs) Like, and I'm supposed to just line up and get that. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. (laughs) There's a reason why you're forced to sign shit. Beforehand. Yeah. Yeah. You you signed something, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Uh, I know. I just, I just can't do. I can't. You know what? You want me to sign up? I can't. You can't get in trouble in case my ass turns into a fucking pool of blood after getting the shot. Hey, how about fuck you? Like I'm not taking it. Like you just told me I'm way better off without it. That's basically what you just said yeah. with that fucking form. And that's yeah. something I never really think about, but I knew about it. Oh, the form. Yeah. yeah and it's just like, well, that's a red flag. Like. So it's okay if I die. That's what this form is. Yeah, to go after and then we move on yeah. from that. Well, anyways, uh, oh, James died from getting the vaccine. Oh, well, dang. Well, it happens to some of us. Anyways, uh, war in Ukraine, people. Get amped up for it. Do what you're told. Get, I, I instructed you to support Ukraine unanimously. Do what you're told. <laughs> That's basically how it's coming off in the, the media in the U.S. Okay. Yeah. Again... The mainstream U.S. media, the same fuckers that lied about everything for the last who knows how many years, and they're obviously being caught because, mm-hmm. you know, the age of internet. It's easy to catch fucking fuckery than ever mm-hmm. before. But they can still cover up shit, too. Like, it's fucking nuts. And get people on this fucking bandwagon of shit they don't know about. Mm-hmm. Like this war. Uh, So... What do you know about the... We'll go ahead and transition to the Russia-Ukraine thing. What do you know, Juan? And then I'll try to speed... Oh. Bring you up to speed. Just... I know nothing on it. Okay, you've just been focused on work, right? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't really... Look at the <laughs> war. I could care less at this moment. Right. I'm Other than focusing. now you're paying more in everything because of it. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. Well, it's just gas. No, that's going to be food, too. Yeah, but that's later. Uh, yeah, like as in a couple weeks later. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, me knowing or not knowing doesn't change the situation at this point. Uh, that makes sense. I get what you mean, but don't you think knowing helps you prepare for it? I mean, I know there's a war, so I know like all wars, everything goes up and or there's a draft or there's some type of um, work that we have to do. Like World World was it two? The daylight savings, there's... Oh, all the metal has to be used for this. Oh, yeah. Like, World obviously War II, yeah. All your cans, any any yeah. metal you could give up, and they wanted it. Yeah. So they can use it for war effort. So at this point, I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. No. Until then, all. Oh, it's going to be something random. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, yeah. That's why I haven't been caught up with it. I'm like, oh, until the U.S. gets in, and War, it's going to affect us directly in a way. Oh, just wait till I fill you in what's really <laughs> going on. Uh, so, were you surprised when the gas all of a sudden went up? Because you haven't been 
Oh, you're just right. like, oh, gas is four dollars now. I was like, oh, Russia, four dollars. Okay. Oh, so you're just kind of getting snippets of people around you. Yeah. Well, I was just it. well, I just see the. Well, it's all over the news. You can't really avoid it. Right. It's everywhere. Social media. I'm like, oh. Oh right, yeah, that's right. Russia yeah. invaded. Cool. Which, which is a uh, oddly convenient. Yeah. That it's in everybody's face on their f- in any form of information. Mm-hmm. It's you need to be pro Ukraine against Russia right now. Yeah. Sorry. Like, uh, Sorry, there uh-huh. goes that red flag again. <laughs> <laughs> like what? But I don't know. What's going on. <laughs> they're like, oh, are you for Russia or Ukraine? I think even at work, they're like, oh, what? I was like, I, I don't know anything oh, about there's it. People debating at work. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're complaining about gas prices. And I'm like, well, oh, well, they complain about energy, the green energy. And I'm like, don't complain about uh, specifically cars. Uh-huh. They're complaining, oh, I can't drive from here to California because I got to wait three hours to charge. What? Someone complained about yeah, that? Yeah, because they're thinking gas prices are going up so the energy people can push forward during this time. And I'm like, don't com- That's a different deal. <laughs> you can't. Yeah, I don't. I, they're complaining I, about Teslas and the the new cars that are battery powered. I'm like, that, oh, uh, the EVs yeah, in I'm general. Like, that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, this that's is inevitable. A that's just, I think that's just part of the evolution of our technology. Yeah. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with this. Those companies are not trying to push to get more gas prices, you know, higher. I so, promise you. So people <laughs> will want to buy those cars. Electric cars. Yeah. No. I was, <laughs> that's why I'm like, it's common so, sense to a point. I'm like, no. <laughs> so the idiots you're talking about, they think that gas is going up because people made it so. Not because, because of, not because of a... What I just said to you about Russia. Oil. No, they think it's the companies, <laughs> you know, pushing forward. I was like, no, wow. it's, it's something. God, I don't miss listening to those dumbasses in the break room. But and most of these people are like truck people, and I'm like, you can't. Oh, okay. Can't compare it. Okay, I thought you were talking about your coworkers. Yeah, they're coworkers that oh. own trucks. They're oh. the ones. Okay, oh. when you said truck people, I'm thinking diesel. Oh yeah. Well, no, it's just regular. People. <laughs> oh, okay, you're talking about regular people. All right. Regular people that own trucks are like, I can't do that with an electric car. And I'm like, this has nothing to do with the war. <laughs> but okay, that's what I get at work. That's why I don't even bother looking into the war. <laughs> well, it's weird. Well, the gas prices is everything to do with the war. Yeah, but they don't think it has to do. It's something else. They, that's they, what I'm saying. They think yeah. it's a conspiracy, and they're just using it as excuse. Yeah. Well. Well, just I wouldn't even talk to them anymore unless you want to let them know, hey, majority of oil was coming from Russia thanks to Biden. And now thanks to Biden, he cut it off because God forbid, you know, Russia conducts a war. There was one. But, you know, United States, our government conduct a war in anybody's country at any point in time. All they got to do is just come up with the same excuse. Mm -hmm. We're going to spread freedom. That's the same thing Rome did. Ancient Rome did. Yeah. Their 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 uh, mantra was for war was we need to spread civilization, mm-hmm. something like that. Our you know our government has spread freedom, but then look at Iraq. Iraq is still in a state of war. Yeah. Like they don't ever tell like especially here in America they keep any story from Iraq. It's like like it barely anything comes up. Yeah. Like something. 
major has to happen. And then even then you still have to dig through like independent journalism to find the stories. Yeah. Like mainstream media, it, like they, they pretend like Iraq is just in peace. I think that's more since, to, since Obama officially declared the wars in, which did not officially end actual war. I think that it has to do with the American people, though. Like, like the ignorance. Yeah, of American people. We yeah. don't we don't care about the world. We care about ourselves. That's America. Yeah. We're the best in the world. Why why do I care about this other country? Our, our arrogance is superior. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if you put that, if you put news about other countries on. The news media, no one's gonna watch it. They're, it's uh, not gonna profit. Let's I, be honest. It's I, not. I get what you're saying, but right now, as the after what everything we've been through, mm-hmm. been put through, and then we obviously caught these cocksuckers lying about COVID mm-hmm. and they what they were trying to do under the guise of our safety from the virus. Yeah, that has less than one percent fatality rate. Okay, mm-hmm. like. End of discussion. Less than 1% fatality rate. Like, what? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. This is a good chance <laughs> to look at, evaluate your lifestyle and then go, oh, maybe I should stop eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> They're not going to do that. No. Well, fuck off then. <laughs> like, I don't I mean, want to hear about it. <laughs> I mean, if you see, like, other countries, like I said, it, oh, one, it's the ignorance of the American people, and two, it's the corporations. Like, other countries, Europe and all these. Mm-hmm. They have bans on like their foods, like they have to use all natural foods. None of this There's artificial more of a socialist control over there, right? No, well, it's more like a, it's more healthy stuff like oatmeal's instead of putting artificially made flavors or all this, they have to put natural flavors. If you read their oh, ingredients, the companies list. are producing mass producing food like that. Yeah, oh, okay. and it's the same company, but here in the U.S., they put, they get away with junk shit. Mm-hmm. They they can get away with shit that's gonna like yeah. definitely deteriorate your life by like ten years. Well, yeah, that, yeah, and it's <laughs> and you're, they're like no change this and that. Yeah, they have regulations for it. So that's good. I don't shit, know if you ever know seen that. that, but no, but that's another part. Like they're not gonna show news for that and stuff. Mexico, oh, no. all their packages. If mm-hmm. it's gonna make you fat. Like they put it on the front of the package on big letters, like like cars. cigarette packs. Hey, this causes cancer. Yeah, but they have it on all food chips, cookies, cereals. Like this is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. They have it. Just in so Mexico. you know. Yeah. Yeah. But they don't do that here in the U.S. And I think they get paid more by these big companies because they can profit. They more. pay them off. Yeah. Go, no, we're not gonna allow that here. Well, that's just like anything in U.S. Yeah. Government is lobbying, like. Hey, allow this to happen. Here's a check under the table. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's yeah, that's government all around the world. But here with Ukraine, I'm pretty sure there might be a profit from it or some type of reward. Okay. And that's why it's in the news. All I right. feel like. All right. oh. Anything else? <laughs> no, that's all I got. All right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So I started following Jimmy Dore on this and Russell Brand. These are the two people I basically go for my news now. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they just, they report it honestly, and they find people, actual real journalists doing their job and read their work yeah. and what they found. And, that, and, and so that's their sources, actual journalism. Yeah. Um, so they become my source for you. <laughs> for you. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, dude, uh, 
to say it's complex would be an understatement. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this thing goes back. Like, we're talking since end of World War II. Uh, and this is, we're at this point now. Uh, I so I watched the Jimmy Dore clips, uh, especially about um, neo Nazis in the Ukrainian armed forces who are accused of killing thousands of innocent civilians in the Donbass region. I think I'm saying that correctly. I don't know. I don't Donbass. Uh, anyways, that's the eastern region uh, that's separated from Ukraine and it's pro Russia. Um. Boy, there's a lot of reasons for everything in Ukraine right now. But uh, so so the neo Nazis, uh, I don't know if they're still called Azov, but A Z O V was is the name of their battalion or okay. their in- infantry division or whatever. They started as a militia group that were on the front lines of Eastern Ukraine mm-hmm. since that civil war started. Uh, what since? 10 years ago yeah at least 2014 range um they've been accused of rounding up hunting and rounding up torturing and mass killings of russian ethnic speaking people in east ukraine and jews oh dang yeah that's a that's a real that's fucking crazy war crimes going on in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And last I checked, the uh, Russia and the separatist forces yeah. in the Donbass region called for war crime investigation as oh, far okay. back as, I guess, for the last eight years they've been wanting it, if, if not more. Uh, again, grain of salt on that part. <laughs> uh, but they they requested it. They pointed it out. It's been fucking their voice. People heard what they were fucking pointing out. Mm-hmm. Some reason. The UN or whoever the fuck just never got around to it. No. Just never got around to it. <laughs> and it's so convenient. It's, but it's proven. It is a real thing. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That is a real thing. Um, so I started getting a little crazy because I'm instantly seeing that the media is instantly beating the war drums. Trying to get everyone involved. Like, yeah, Juan, Juan, you care about Ukraine. Fuck Russia. Hey, Juan, go out and talk about killing Russians. Yeah. Do it. (laughs) Yeah. That's the whole media is doing that to our country right now. They want you to be racist against Russians. Russians. Because that's how it's coming off now. That's the enemy. Yeah. Like, they're, they're basically trying to make it look like Russia is trying to be modern day Adolf Hitler. With okay, Poland, how invasion of Poland happened and all that. Mm-hmm. And, oh, he's not going to stop there. He's going to keep going. Well, maybe. <laughs> What's the reason? Because oh. that is kind of fucking important, don't you think? Mm. You know, I don't care how evil the person is. When you push anybody around, they tend to fight back at some point. I mean, there's a reason for everything. You just don't invade this day and age for no fucking reason. Um, so I came across a documentary by Oliver Stone and I think you should watch it. And anyone listening should definitely watch it. It's a point of view. I'll say that on the Ukraine situation. Uh, he, it came out in 2015, 
But dude, it really speeds, really gets you up to date on what the fuck is really going on in a way. Oh, really? In the Ukraine, uh, it's not good. I oh, really not supporting any of it. Of the Ukrainians, and you'll find out why. Uh, well, I support. Let me let me rephrase that. I support uh, any innocent civilians caught up in this because one, that's yeah. easily you and me over there too. Yeah, like sure. that can easily happen here in Texas. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if the situation, if circumstances, that's all. That's all it needs to be. Circumstance. Yeah. Um. Uh. So you just got a bunch of innocent people caught up in the game of empire, and this yeah. game of empire is hoard all the resources. Mm-hmm. It's basically what I'm finding is the more and more I keep paying attention to the stories. Okay. Uh. So. We'll go. I'll explain Oliver Stone's uh, documentary. Uh, uh, according to comments in YouTube, a lot of commenters on there were saying, um, for some reason, this documentary used to be on Netflix and some other streaming services, mm-hmm. and as of lately, all of a sudden, it's not available anywhere. Set for, I saw that Tubi. Google said Tubi. It was on Tubi, but yeah. nothing else. I'm okay. like, that's weird because. At, well, no, actually, that there's another one on Netflix that's called uh, uh, Ukraine on uh, something with fire. Ukraine is a, di- a similar title, but different people. It's not oh, okay, Oliver okay. Stone. So there, never mind. I got confused with that when I was looking it up. But anyways, apparently it used to be on a, a few streaming services. And then uh, apparently, according to YouTube commenters, uh, they're saying, wow, it's conveniently nowhere available. Not even on Tubi, set for YouTube for free. Okay. So someone's got it on YouTube for free. Just put Ukraine on fire, Oliver Stone. Anyone listening, yo yourself to watch this and know the situation of neo-Nazis in Ukraine. It is a deal. It is not fake. It is real. So right there, right off the bat. So Juan, you don't know this, but Russia, Vladimir Putin... Their dictator, or you know, aka president, uh, claimed that you know this invasion is to denazify the Ukrainian government. Plus, we told NATO to stop aggressively expanding their military shit towards our borders. Mm-hmm. Since so, so that's the Russian claim side. So right off the bat, those two. Yeah. That just said, I'm sure there's a couple other claims they got in there, but those are the two major ones. And guess what, Juan? What? Those two are true. Oh. Those two are very true. Russia. Oh, and uh, here's a third one that I find interesting, but haven't been able to uh, remember to sit my ass down and look into it more. Uh. <laughs> since the invasion, since Russia is going more and more into Ukraine, yeah. slowly but surely, I don't know the progress. Uh, uh-huh. uh they're finding uh, that U.S. is doing illegal bioweapons engineering. Oh, dang. that's their claim now that they're at, that they're shown. And dude, at this point, I would not be surprised if that's real. Yeah. <laughs> like, like look at the COVID shit we just went through. That's true. Doctor Fauci's <laughs> actually financially 
involved with the Wuhan lab, mm-hmm. which they now know, if you choose to believe, <laughs> uh, that's where the virus came from. Last I heard, last I checked. I don't know. I've stopped paying attention to COVID shit because I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, we moved on like we should have. Uh, okay. You weirdos. Like, God. <laughs> and uh, anyways, so there's that. That That's an interesting, interesting one because they just came out today again about bioweapons, mm-hmm. uh, U.S. involvement, bioweaponry in Ukraine. Uh, I think the claim today, this morning I saw, is they're actually using it. Oh, okay. But I didn't go past that. It was like, you know, the thumbnail of the article title mm-hmm. on YouTube. But oh. I didn't click on the link. I was just like, oh, I got shit to do. And yeah. Fucking try to read it tonight. <laughs> um, dude, that's fucking crazy. And that's not out of the realm of possibility. No. I'm, I'm going to, you know, wait till more shit comes out. But they let me put it this way. Our media over here, for those who are not living in the United States, our media here is acting like Nazis are not a thing in Ukraine. And they fucking very much are. And I'm about to I'm about to go more into it. Uh, yeah. So I just want to put that out there. So over here, it's a laughing matter mm-hmm. when neo-Nazis get brought up in Ukraine. Like that topic, oh, it's, it's a laughing matter. You're, you're going to get shunned. Very similar to COVID, right? If you're against the COVID policies, what happened to you? You got attacked, shunned, shamed, yeah, publicly humiliated, attacked. If you if they can get you fired from your job, they they would do it. Yeah. You know, this pure I don't know dictator like shit. Uh, fuck off, like, you know. But uh, so Ukraine on fire. Let's just get that. Okay. Oliver Stone, executive producer. So basically, he's showing the history of Ukraine in relation to Russia and NATO immediately after World War II. Okay. Okay. We all need to understand why Ukraine is important to Russia. Regardless how you feel about Putin, Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree with you. He's he's a bad (laughs) dude. I'm going to agree with you. Uh, but he's got some interesting points that he's not even wrong about. Yeah. Neo-Nazis in Ukraine and the amount of power they actually fucking have. It's the government. Like The, the Ukrainian government Ukraine. okay. is influenced by neo-Nazis. Now, according to this documentary, Ukraine on Fire by Oliver Stone, so they only make up like Oh, fuck, I got now, another grain of salt here. I'm trying yeah. to remember exactly how they phrased it. I think they said they only make up eight to nine percent of the population neo Nazis. Nine, you said yeah, something about the percentage with neo Nazis. Oh, okay. So just take that, and I'm trying to think if it was the actual members in Ukraine mm-hmm. as a country, um, but regardless. Uh, they have total influence of the Ukrainian government. Oh, okay. They have, they do what they want. Mm, okay. Like, that's a lot of power. That's a lot of influence. Because you just don't get that ability and you're just, you know, this thing that's within a, 
an organ giant organism already. Mm-hmm. No, you, you are part of that giant organism. Okay, okay, okay. You get what I mean? You're yeah, not yeah. not you know, we're not gonna have a United States military in Iraq and then somehow a whole battalion of Marines are fucking Nazis. Okay. And we're just okay with that. Yeah, I get you, I get you. That's not gonna fucking fly at all. But when it comes to Ukraine, our media not what? Oh Putin, what a fucking liar. What a joke. Who listens to this dictator? Fuck, no one listens to you. Like, you fucking pricks. Like, and there's a damn good reason why. You yeah. profit off of other people's death. Oh, and you probably have a hand in shareholders with the people who produce the weapons that are now coming in and buy the billions of dollars worth mm-hmm. into Ukraine so Ukrainians can use it to fight Russia. Oh, okay, yeah. But, so, so in this documentary, Ukraine on Fire, Oliver Stone shows, uh, so after World War II, it was agreed, uh, no, actually, let's, let's fast forward, uh, no, okay, never mind, here we go, here we go, sorry, my brain is like all over the place, all right, so after World War II, the main reason why Soviet Union had the satellite states of Eastern Europe, yeah, all the countries bordering Russia, Guaranteed to be Soviet-controlled states, mm, okay. basically buffer states. The, the idea is, for those who may not know, yeah, is well, what happened to Russia in World War II? They got yeah. invaded by Germany, like, like the biggest military operation to this day mm-hmm. was Operation Barbarossa, conducted by Nazi Germany invading Russia. Okay, this is after they were duped into a fake. Uh, military alliance agreement okay. or you know we're we're not enemies agreement oh and we're gonna go ahead and split Poland in half you take east half I'll take the west okay. half uh, the Soviets did help invade Poland by the way yeah on the east um, so out of nowhere boom German forces are invading and they're destroying any Russian forces in front of them for a good while yeah, okay. uh, they almost took the capital city of Moscow, but uh, Russia's muddy rain seasons mm-hmm. and large chunk of Russia is this flat grassland. Oh, for sure. And Ice. that's <laughs> a lot of shit to travel over. Yeah. If you're trying to take a city over there, it takes a while to get somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Let alone you're dealing with uh, this. I think it's like spring or summer or. The rains, it rains enough where it's just so muddy, like everything's uh, getting bogged yeah. down by mud. Like that's how crazy the mud is. Mm, okay. um, so yeah, but so they have a history. So they're that's what that's why the Soviet Union did the satellite states. Yeah, it's like because they already have beef with the Western allies mm-hmm. before the war even ended. Oh, okay. Uh, a good documentary series that explain all that in great detail would be the. The Untold History of the United States by Oliver Stone. Uh, Showtime aired it. I don't know. So I don't know where it's available now, but <laughs> you definitely buy it on Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, they, it goes in more depth there. but So basically, Russia's always concerned about being invaded from someone on their west side, mm-hmm. Western Europe side, uh, for like the last hundred years. Uh, so fast forward to... Uh, 1991. Yeah, the collapse of the Soviet Union. So, Soviet Union. 
Okay. Yeah, it collapses completely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the those satellite states become independent countries, and I want to say was it Gorbachev at the time made sure the U.S. government and its allies agreed NATO because mm-hmm. NATO is formed specifically to combat the Soviet Union. Oh, really? The threat of the Soviet Union. Yes. That was, that was the perfect? sole purpose of NATO. Oh, okay. I didn't it's know that. not just like, you know, oh, we're maintaining peace, which they fucking haven't. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but what's interesting is if you look at their actions to this day. Yeah. That quota never changed. Oh, really? Yeah. So, since then, 12 to 13 countries in Eastern Europe have been inducted into NATO. Well, okay. Which majority of them border with Russia. Oh. Seeing the pattern here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, and what happens when those countries become NATO? This is what happens. uh, Any U.S. military equipment or personnel Mm -hmm. and its allies' military personnel can freely go into those countries and be stationed there. Oh. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And they're all, and, but they're always doing it. Cause, well, we're here because in case Russia decides to take Europe. Mm-hmm. That's literally why they're doing it. Because for the last several decades, we've been sending people to Poland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Like yeah, I know. switching them out, switching them out under the threat of Russia. Yeah. Uh, which is understandable, but same time you're aggressively expanding towards their border so what do you think is going to happen eventually what do you think Juan if we're expanding towards his border I yeah. think we're just preparing in all honesty for a threat that's not there no more I think they're preparing I know all I know is they're preparing now for what I have no idea oh okay but I well, feel like they're preparing as I, for something oh as we go more into it you'll I think you'll I'll get you the picture mm-hmm. um so, so that was agreed on, and but right now mm-hmm. there's so-called experts on the the U.S. government side coming. No, that was that wasn't an actual. That's not an actual agreement. That was just a, like a verbal agreement. Yeah. It wasn't like written down somewhere. A and it, actually, you can pull out the document. And it says it word for word in the documents. Like, yeah, you're not supposed to expand aggressively towards Russia because um. they're no longer Soviet Union. You know? Yeah. <laughs> And this is for the NATO document? Is that what? Yeah, whatever the agreement was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I saw it on a, and granted, it was RT news clip, <laughs> Russia Today. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of shit they've showed on their news programs that were true. And it's like, yeah, yeah uh, that's okay. true. Yeah. Yeah, our government does nasty shit. Well, yeah, for sure. I don't know where people get this idea that it's only one one government that does it. Oh, no. Like out of nowhere, it's just it's all Russia. I don't know where since two weeks ago. It's just Russia's <laughs> the reason why we have bad shit. Well, what? I think they taking, <laughs> they're taking the Cold War as in how? Yeah, it's like Russia Cold- is bad. And that's it. Or Germany is bad, and you'll see that as well when with the USA. Basically, Cold War didn't end. Yeah, it just NATO kept Cold War alive because they can't exist without the boogeyman. Yeah, that's you get sure. what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like how. Is Russia a threat when they collapsed completely in the 90s? Yeah. And everything they're doing to this day is in response to, well, fuck, they keep fucking coming towards our borders with 
high tech tanks and shit. For sure. Yeah. What are you What are you gonna think, Juan? You're just gonna sit around and go, oh, I guess they're that's just how what they do. No, you gotta prepare. No, you're gonna <laughs> fucking have your own troops on your border too. Yeah. You'd be like, nah. Yeah, but this hey, any anybody who doesn't understand this situation, mm-hmm. pick up a history book and fucking read. Yeah. Dumbasses. <laughs> like, holy shit. Like it's a bit weird. This whole thing <laughs> could have been prevented. Yeah. But it's the game of empire I keep mentioning. That's what this is. Mm, okay. Resources. So all right, back to the documentary. We got uh so History, the Ukraine on fire basically explains that part where I just told you about the 91. NATO keeps expanding. Yeah. Since then, 13 more countries. That means they're that much closer to the Russian border. They're actually on the Russian border. Aren't they, though? With their weapons and shit. Oh, okay. They're at least in that country. Yeah. I don't know if they're literally on the border. Oh, no, no, that's, for sure, yeah. That's the same thing. Though, uh, yeah, dude. that's the same. Let that's me one, put it this way, Juan. If Mexico it. was expanding aggressively towards this U.S. south border, what do you think yeah. U.S. government's going to do? They're going to push people on the border. <laughs> and maybe even launch an offensive. Well, how not that? If it keeps ex- escalating. Well, yeah. Oh, dude, you kidding Isn't me? Isn't it always like, oh, whoever shot, who shot first type of deal? It don't matter when people... <laughs> Whoever hears the first yeah. gunshot. Yeah, right. What was that war? <laughs> they were like, oh, I thought... The gunshot heard around the world. But it was their uh, own team, and they started shooting? Or is that a movie? I forgot. <laughs> well, I thought you were talking about how the American Revolutionary War started. Was it? It was like a shot. standoff between some British soldiers and some American militiamen. Mm-hmm. And a shot went off, therefore Everybody a battle shot. quickly took place. Yeah. Like a small one. And but no, to this day, you know, the argument is like, who the fuck shot uh, that first shot? Yeah. And I think most people agree that it was just some someone got nervous and accidentally it pulled it, it, and then boom, American Revolutionary War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, dude, that shit's not flying one fucking bit, <laughs> and you know it, Juan. I don't it, know. It's not gonna be. Oh, Mexico's gonna have army on their side of the border, and then our army's <laughs> just gonna sit on our side of the border. Yeah. That close to our country. I'm pretty sure they're going to have, like like I said, they're just going to stare at each other for a while until... No, stuff's going to happen. I don't, at this point... Do you, all right, do you know the Cuban Missile Crisis? But I was, I'm, I'm talking about... Because I'm putting into effect the, the media coverage, so to speak. Because you know there's going to be people, all eyes on you, recording you at all times. Not in the... Not, there's a lot of areas where reporters are not allowed. When no, I'm not talking about reporters. Operations. I'm talking about people. You know, there's a lot of areas where people aren't going to be there to film it. Uh, there's more eyewitness shit going on than there are videos. Well, you never know. I mean, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying. That could, yeah. that could change, but because I think like, oh, people, oh, people aren't supposed to cross border because they're patrolling it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, sure. Uh-huh. But I think, I'll let you think that <laughs> you know that type of deal. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying because there's independent people out there making their own news videos. Yeah. And you and, and they're, they're, they're on risking, the ground, yeah. yeah, and they're risking, and they really are. Like these, like I hope anyone that's like an independent journalist, like mm-hmm. be fucking careful because oh, sure. the governments of the world make your ass disappear real quick. Yeah, real quick. But I feel like that for sure. There's gonna be some type of leak. That's what I'm referred to. Yeah, but even then, what what happens to this day? Mm-hmm. It gets covered yeah. up. It gets you know you get shamed. You get yeah. called out for being a piece of shit, even though you're like revealing reality. Yeah. Like that's it's 
it's nothing new. It's the same old, same old. Same shit that happened in ancient Rome. Same shit that happened in ancient Egypt. And so forth and so forth. Yeah. Still going on to this day. When they want a war. Oh, they will have they'll, a war. Oh, so. man, they fucking sugarcoated. <laughs> oh, the Ukrainian army is just like, you know, they're just like hanging out, having like a fucking picnic. And then, you know, Russia just came over out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, well, let's get back to the documentary. Yeah. Uh, so... Ukraine, the importance of Ukraine mm-hmm. as a uh, strategy, military defense for Russia, is that Ukraine, like basically Eastern Europe, starting in like Northeast Germany, yeah. starts to turn into like basically the Great Plains of America, but okay. all of Eastern Europe. It starts like a little funnel, and then by the time it gets to Eastern Europe, and especially Ukraine, and then to Russia, it winds real big, and that's basically most of Eastern Europe is okay. the flatlands I was talking to you about by mm-hmm. Russia, and then that becomes Russia. Okay. So, what the Russians had advantage of is when they had those satellite states as the Soviet Union, uh, that put them like all the way to East Berlin. Oh, okay. So. That was a choke point for defense. Mm-hmm. So, because after that choke point, there's there's a wide area you can go in any direction. There's this flat land to drive across, mm-hmm. as long as you don't run in the mud, right? But in other words, very difficult to defend. Also difficult, I would say, to attack too, mm-hmm. based on history. Napoleon couldn't do it. Hitler couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mongols did, and they did it during fucking winter. Holy really? shit. Yeah. We'll get... Uh, we'll so it is on. possible. Don't, yeah. don't, don't be putting <laughs> yeah, just, any of vocabulary, yeah, okay? Just <laughs> steady the Mongols. <laughs> they did it during fucking winter. Um, <laughs> anyways, so do you understand that? A little. Yeah, yeah. I'm, ge- I'm going with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So Russia lost that, mm-hmm. right? And then the idea is like, all right, these countries are going to be neutral. So we don't have to worry about being invaded by NATO. Yeah. Like ever. Like, just, we're just going to be, you know, doing Russia stuff over here. <laughs> Basically, what I, that's what I got out of it. Um, so, there's talks of recent years that Ukraine is going to try to join NATO. And Russia has made it very clear for a very long fucking time. Mm-hmm. Ukraine stays neutral no matter what. Yeah. And they ain't shitting. Are they? No, because they just invaded fucking Ukraine. Yeah. They did not shit. They did not bluff, I should say. Okay. Yeah. And the U.S. government and whoever is actually so crazy about expanding the goddamn military all over the place, but <laughs> you and I don't have good medical care. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you get what I mean? Yeah. You get where I'm going with this? Mm-hmm. Uh, but goddamn it, Juan, you get behind this war in Ukraine, yeah. you son of a bitch. It's good. <laughs> What? Like the same people that lied to us about Iraq, lied to us about Afghanistan. We just saw how what happened in Afghanistan. Yeah. We're now just supposed to just, oh, not going to fucking learn about anything. I'm just going to get up here and take your word for it. Pro-war. Yeah. I'm pro-Ukraine uh, against Russia. And it's like people don't realize if you're blind, like, your blind allegiance to you, the Ukrainian government, I'm not talking about the civilians, mm-hmm. those are two different groups always. Oh, for sure. The U- current Ukrainian government, is this is in the documentary as well, 
was installed there by a violent coup in 2014 by our government, the U.S. Oh, government. Really? Yes. That that guy that's the Ukrainian president right now, mm-hmm. that dude is a phony. Like, that dude, how many innocent lives, blood is on his hands? A lot. There's got to be. Well, from the war. The fact that they, yeah. in, they now inducted neo-Nazi battalion if, into the Ukrainian National Guard. Okay. Okay? That speaks volume of what the beliefs and moral values are of that current Ukrainian government. Mm-hmm. And this is not a lie. The Western media will say it's a lie. And then you got, you know, these dumbass drones, everyday people like you and me, believing it and then going out of their way to attack people who actually question shit. Yeah. Like you're supposed to. I just don't get that. Uh, and then what's weird is like I'm seeing people overly praise the Ukrainian president in the comment sections, mm-hmm. like of articles and YouTube videos. And I'm just like, Wow, people just don't fucking... There's no critical thinking, like, capabilities at all with a good portion of the population. Yeah. Like, there's blindly just, like, I've seen shit where, like, oh, man, he really cares about his people and their freedom. He's such a good president. But God bless him. So courageous. Meanwhile, this dude's, like, purposely getting in front of a camera in a plain T-shirt. That's obvious. He's trying to... Act like he's one of us. Yeah. That's fucking obvious propaganda to me. Uh, to me, not speaking for anyone else. Uh, and it's like, really? All of a sudden, he went from this Ukrainian president yeah. that no one gave a fuck about to now he's... Dude. Yeah, now he's the face of freedom <laughs> when he's got neo-Nazi battalions murdering Jews and Russian-speaking people in East Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. So back to that, uh, and he's on there. Yo, we were out here, and then he's out there wearing his little fucking helmet and army vest, like he's in, in there with the troops. Yeah, we're uh, we're in the capital right now, waiting for Russian troops to show up. It, that was in the first week of yeah, the invasion. Yeah. It's like, shut the fuck up. He <laughs> is not. And then they keep every other day. Mm-hmm. They keep acting. They keep adding like five more assassination attempts on him. Uh-huh. That were thwarted. Uh, but it's just a quick little one minute clip yep. that's just telling you. It's not showing you actual evidence of said attempts, assassination attempts at all. Okay. It's just, we're just supposed to take their word for it. Because when the war first started, it was like day seven. Oh, he already survived five attempts. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. How about we really know who he is? How about that? How about that? Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just don't buy it. It's not, and, and, and this is before I even knew anything about neo-Nazis. And I'm sitting there watching this dude. Like, he's in his army gear with the troops in the Kiev, the capital. And they're mm-hmm. preparing the defenses. I'm like, really? The president is that out there in army gear? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is modern day. This does, That does not happen. No. <laughs> Other than propaganda. Oh, for sure. Yeah, well, he, that dude news. can eat, be anywhere. Because I noticed, I noticed they, they're really zoomed in on his face and his body, his shoulder and face. Yeah. So you can't see what's around him. But, you know, he's, 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 you're just supposed to trust his word. Yeah. It's like, hold on. No, he's, he's part of a government. And any government, I just automatically don't trust. Uh, yeah. 
I mean, I, I don't you. need to <laughs> give you reasons why. If you can't understand that, you're just not looking around, I guess. I need 10 reasons right now, okay? Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. Basically, that's my personal opinion on the Ukrainian president so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two-Face, uh, I see a wolf in sheep's clothing. That's all I see. When I see that stupid plain shirt on him, and he's trying to sit there and play the sympathy card so fucking hard with his little updates. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? Okay, where's the assassination attempts? Where's the evidence for it? Where's where's the evidence of the shit you're saying? Like, Yeah, I get you. I'm just not going to take your word for it, fuckface. Like, wars are steeped in deception. People should know that. Oh, yeah. And understand that. Don't just jump on a side and start making yourself look like an ass like mm-hmm. all these people commenting in the articles and youtube which i started to suspect i mean how many of these comments are actual people and not a propaganda oh, okay, machine too. by the government which mm-hmm. is a thing oh for sure uh because i mean i've seen some ridiculous overpraisal of that guy and i'm just like what <laughs> that could go both ways <laughs> you're like what like how do you know you who sitting at your fucking home in Washington, Seattle, Washington, you just somehow know the Ukrainian president personally, so you're gonna ridiculously praise the dude. Yeah, that's weird. People are like that though. Yeah, that's fucking <laughs> weird, man. Well, I think people just want things to dumb down and be simple, because otherwise they'll just be filled with anxiety and be paralyzed with fear. I don't know. That's true. Some people, but uh, so. So the Ukraine is a national, natu- natural defense <laughs> barrier that helps Russia, right? Yeah. So guess what? We got to keep that sucker neutral. This is something that's both sides of this spectrum mm-hmm. know about, and we're supposed to agree on that, And but the U.S. government just can't not f- stop fucking with people. Just got to keep spreading power and, and controlling and enforcing the power wherever it goes. Yeah. Because once again, over here, medical care costs too much and <laughs> shit like that. And, you know, just basic shit is, like, not too easy to get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I'm supposed to be hurry up and go to war for them. But uh, so neo-Nazis rising in Ukraine. So the history of Nazis in general in Ukraine, according to Ukraine on Fire documentary by Oliver Stone Ukraine was heavy uh, or crazy about being pro-Nazi during World War II Mm -hmm. they could not wait to fucking be sign up with the Nazis get the training get the weapons and then they started guess what rounding up Jews and killing them and they loved killing Russians because that just that's just always been a thing, I guess. Ukraine and Russia, there's just a natural love and hate relationship there, as yeah. far as I'm seeing right now. Uh, the more I keep learning, because uh, Ukraine's weird. Like Eastern Ukraine, a lot of Russian people. Western half, uh, it's just Ukrainian, more uh-huh. Ukrainian. As far as I'm, you know, they keep saying that. Yeah. Uh, but so. During World War II, there was some guy named Jordan something. Peterson. (laughs) Oh, shit, no. (laughs) I definitely knew. Uh, This dude 
notorious Nazi leader for Ukraine during the war. There's a very nasty, nasty thing that him and his uh, Nazi warriors did at the during the war mm-hmm. was uh, one I forget where in Ukraine, but they uh, announced that all Jews need to bring just basic stuff with them and meet us at the other end of the town. Yeah, or you know they call it villages. Uh, and and by the way, if you didn't show up, you would be shot if you were found later for not showing up there at 8 a.m. Yeah. So about, uh, well, this about almost 34,000 show up. Mm-hmm. And guess what happened to them? They were forced to strip naked. Oh. And then gunned down. Oh, dang. In front of each other. Yeah. There's videos of it too, by the way. Uh, there's videos of like Jewish men and women of all ages, butt naked on the ground. They're in this fucking weird ditch thing too. This giant fucking ditch. They, like, I don't know if it was dug for them for that event or uh-huh. it was just naturally there. Um, so they get them naked, get them down there. And by the way, they're humiliating them. They're, they're having fun. They're having fun fucking torturing them, mm-hmm. mocking them while they're naked, even the Jewish women. Okay. And then they line up like, like there's even a video footage of this, them actually doing this. They're lined up. I think it's like five dudes or so shoulder to shoulder with MP40s. It's a submachine gun in okay. World War II. It fired like nine millimeter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to say the clips are like 32 round clips. Okay. Uh, very icon- iconic submachine gun from Nazi Germany uh, military. Uh, just spraying as they're st- storming through the pile of bodies. They're just uh, spraying them. They're alive. And you're uh, seeing this on the video. I've seen this. I watched this on... It was a separate documentary. I think it was on Netflix. Fuck, I forgot what it's called. It might be called Nazi Death Squads or something. Yeah. Or that at least covers that story in there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah, imagine that. Imagine being butt-naked... And people on one end, it's just like a, a line of dudes with some machine guns is slowly making their way through the crowd, spraying you okay. with their machine guns. And yeah, and there's like a dude on the ground, like covering himself. And then, you know, they make sure they sprayed them while they're walking over them. Okay. Yeah, that's a real thing. So over 33,000 Jews gunned down, butt naked mm-hmm. in one day. That's Ukrainian history. Uh. By the way, to this day, celebrate it by by uh, the western tip of Ukraine Mm -hmm. is heavily neo-Nazi. So that's where that it's coming from. That's the region, apparently, Mm -hmm. according to the documentary. Uh, To this day, they love the history of Nazis. They love that they have a history of that. So much so. One, this will probably make you sick. The Ukrainian president, uh, before the current one, and probably before the one that got overthrown in 2014. Yeah, yeah this was like the early 2000s. So the Ukrainian president that stepped, you know, out of office then mm-hmm. gave the highest honor you can give militarily to that guy, that Jordan guy, uh, that killed the Jews for the Nazis. And for just because that's what they believed in already, and they're just glad that, you know, at the time someone powerful temporarily showed up like Nazis and empowered them to do it. 
gave him basically what we have Metal of Honor. Yeah, yeah. Purple Heart, whichever one it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, Purple Heart's when you get winded. Oh, okay. And those get ha- handed out for just tripping over and busting your really? shit open. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard a lot of stories from veterans. Like, yeah, oh, those dude. those get handed out like Candy. like nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like people get hurt landing on a helicopter wrong to get a Purple Heart. Oh. I've I've heard that. I don't, I don't know it personally. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So before this guy steps down office, this isn't a documentary. He shows the actual televised thing mm-hmm. of this happening in Ukraine. The guy honors that Jordan dude. I think it's Jordan. A uh, piece of shit. Yeah. A Nazi motherfucker okay. that killed all those Jews during World War Two. This is early two thousands. Or not too long ago. This is like within this century. This yeah. dude did that, and he and this is he did a speech where he goes, "I know before I finally officially leave office, uh, this is something I've been meaning to do, and this is something that uh, a lot of people in West Ukraine are gonna. I'm really gonna put some smiles on their faces or something like that. He's mm-hmm. basically gonna make them happy with this announcement." Announces that he gave the highest military honor to uh, a Nazi thug. Mm, okay. This is in the two. This is within the last twenty years. Yeah. Yeah, that's Ukraine. Okay. That's Ukraine. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's this a pop. There's a population there. They just love some Nazis. Mm-hmm. They love that idea. So in the documentary, they show uh, uh, what is it? The there's some building that the neo Nazis gathered around and attacked mm-hmm. in fuck was it 2015 or 2013? It was in 2013 Ukraine. I don't remember which town it was in Ukraine. Again, it's on the documentary, so I'm just trying to give you a summary. Obviously, <laughs> fucking weird. Uh, <laughs> they surround this building that's filled with like innocent Ukrainians. Yeah, as far as I know. Because, uh, I mean, there's no one holding guns and shooting at each other. So they surround this building. I don't know how tall this building is. It had been at least three stories or so. Okay. They set it on fire while there's a bunch of people sitting in it. Okay. And people were either burning to death. And by the way, the crowd, neo-Nazi crowd, is in front of it cheering this on. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're the one, they purposely showed up to do this as a group. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then this neo-Nazi crowd... It's people of all ages that I've noticed, like, like, and they're fucking armed and shit. Like they're they're out looking to fuck up people, kill them and shit. Yeah. And that's what happened. They burned this building down. I forgot the significance of it. Uh, forgive me for that. But uh, yeah. And and you're seeing the live video of it, of the people are in the crowd, and yeah. there's people jumping out of windows to avoid the fire and flopping onto the concrete in front of the crowd. Oh dang. Yeah. And then you see the bodies that flopped onto the concrete. And there, mm-hmm. there's one dude, like I couldn't even see his head. It was just red with blood Ooh. and the pool of blood around his body. And he's just on the, con- you know, smashed on the concrete. Yeah. So I don't know how high he had to jump. But you see it in the video. You see a body here, body there, another person yeah. here. And then after the fire went out, uh, they show you quick footage of the people that got killed inside. And it's like half burnt bodies everywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. And they, they were having a good time doing that. Yeah, that's neo Nazis in Ukraine. That was 2013. 2013. So, basically, what you're finding out by the end of this documentary, you're you're finding that holy shit, neo Nazis are a real thing in Ukraine, 
and it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like they have huge influence over the Ukrainian government. Okay. They have. They, I mean, they just they got anything they want. Yeah, they got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's how much influence and power they have. Mm-hmm. And that that's why I suspect the Ukrainian president right now, who is installed there as a puppet mm-hmm. by the U.S. government, so therefore automatically I don't ever look at him as potentially being a person for good. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, especially hearing that about that. And then um, in 2014, yeah. uh, Russia and Ukraine signed a ceasefire agreement called the Minsk Agreement, meaning there's no more, basically what I got out of it, there should be no more fighting in those separatist regions of East Ukraine. There's two little regions in East Ukraine that broke off and they're pro-Russia. Okay. And that's what, that's what that civil war thing is going on okay. in Ukraine. And then... So what happens right off the bat mm-hmm. from the Ukraine side, yeah. they never stopped firing. Oh, really? They kept bombing with artillery, probably with air force power or drone bombings, just bombing period from, for the last eight years, an estimated 14,000 civilians in the Donbass region have been killed oh, by Ukrainian forces. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, on the Ukraine side, yeah, it's like it's like micro compared to that, according to the shit I paid attention to the documentary, and then Jimmy Dore, mm-hmm. and then Russell Brand. I think he's starting to uh, touch up on all this. I watched his video today, March tenth, uh, his one of his latest ones, where he's actually bringing up all the stuff that people are bringing up, like I am, mm-hmm. and he's talking about neo Nazis. Yeah, so I'm like, oof. Okay. Uh, and he goes in great depth on how this is a U.S. government. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's the old overthrow the government because they're not doing what we want them to do. So we're gonna stall our own government, and then we're gonna keep doing all the crazy criminal shit we're not supposed to be doing. Yeah. And then guess what? Russia goes, well, fuck you. Then we're invading. Boom. Yeah. I told you to fuck off. That's the basic dumb summary of it. Oh. Okay. Right. Yeah. Pretty much. Basically, uh, so now that's basically the documentary. I think he covers the gas pipeline a little bit. I can't remember the one, the one from here, uh, the Ukraine on fire documentary. No, there's, oh, okay. there's a major gas pipeline that runs from Russia to through Ukraine. And there's something going on with that. Hmm. And something to do with the U S government is trying to control that. And they're also trying to figure out how to control basically any major gas or oil resources that Russia has obtained. Yeah. They're trying to take that away. Oh, okay. Basically, they're trying to take all the resources away, control it through a thing called NATO, mm-hmm. and and basically make Russia a poor country through that. Oh, which okay. They're already doing through sanctions forever ago, yeah. <laughs> which also affects us, which I think is a dumb thing to do. Like, what? We're all going to suffer yeah, because of a couple people. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what was that last part I said? Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, this is fucking stupid. Like, like what the fuck is going on? Like, and then only this this blind support to Ukraine mm-hmm. military forces. It's like, no, hold on, hold on. No, I'm sorry, but we got to deal with that neo-Nazi issue. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a real issue. And I'm sorry, we just don't go from we fought them in World War II to we blindly support them now yeah. because we were instructed and ordered by the U.S. government and the U.S. media, which is basically an extension of the U.S. government. It's just a propaganda wing at this point. Right. Uh, we're instructed and ordered to be racist against Russians yeah to want want to be bloodthirsty for Russian blood this the simple reason oh they invaded a sovereign country called Ukraine no. that's the mindless mantra that keeps going off into the ether mm-hmm. Ukraine is a sovereign country really tell my government that because yeah. it's not if it government goes through a queue in 2014 and it's installed by an outside fucking country is that considered a sovereign country mm-hmm. well, I mean I in your honest opinion the way no without like you know going to college and studying geopolitical oh wait bullshit. what's going on <laughs> like no did you hear my question yeah but oh I thought you were just saying it. Oh no! And not, answering no, it. No, I'm actually asking. Oh you. yeah. No, I'm actually asking you these questions. Oh yeah. Okay. That's why I'm like always thrown off by your like. Oh, because sometimes you you ask something and then you were, <laughs> you answer it. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. because well, that's just part of my rants. Yeah, that's but, what, no. I, actually, I thought it was a part of the rant. That's. What, I want your opinion. Oh, what's your opinion? I don't <laughs> just want you to go in there and go, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to answer this one. <laughs> Repeat it again. Repeat it again. Damn it. What was I saying? <laughs> oh, all right. Would you consider a country a sovereign country if the current government is was installed there by another country through a violent coup eight years ago? Oh, no. You consider that a sovereign country? No. Sovereign has in no free. No. Like what? That's a peaceful country? <laughs> no. I don't think so. Or sovereign country, like what? What the fuck does that supposed to mean exactly? Sovereign, free is it? Like they're in, they're installed, so they don't need to be messed with by someone. What? I don't know. But that's exactly what happened to them. Yeah. By our government, and now Russia said, "And oh, no, I told you not to fucking do that, didn't I?" Boom. Yeah. We're in here now. They're in Poland, aren't they? Or U.S. is in Poland. Yeah, we've always had bases there since World War II. Well, they sent like how many more? Yeah, they keep sending more. Bunch more. Yeah, they keep saying very vaguely, uh, thousands of U.S. troops are being sent to throughout Eastern Europe, and more missile systems are being sent to Poland. And now they're sending fighter jets to Poland. And Poland and U.S. government are trying to figure out how to get it to Ukraine, which is just south of Poland. And I'm like, that's a bit weird. (laughs) So. It's like what? <laughs> like you fuckers <laughs> literally started this war, and now you're c- trying to convince the world that yeah. uh, they got invaded by an evil force. I don't know what the Russian forces are, but I'm not going to accept what the U.S. government tells me. Yeah, that's true. Let alone Western media, excluding independent journalism. Yeah. Uh. It's this obvious horse shit from day one. 
Like, I just don't get it. You, we go from we know the media is our enemy to now the people are just. With the yeah, media. Yeah, I support war. <laughs> the, the, folks, the idiots that support war over here like that, they're f- a lot of them are fat, lazy cocksuckers. Yeah. I swear to God, if a German shepherd chased after their ass, they probably wouldn't make it 10 yards. No. Okay? And they're over here blindly supporting, yeah, death and destruction to all Russians. Kill them all. Yeah, that, that Ukrainian president, god damn, he's so cool. He's so He loves peace and he loves freedom for his people. Look at him, always in front of the camera with a plain shirt on, yeah. acting like he's one of us. Damn, he's a good guy. I, I don't get that. I I, I just feel like you and I are just socially, our social intelligence are just (laughs) far above the average person or something. What is that? I don't know. I guess we just don't go with the bandwagon. (laughs) I guess it goes with what we've been through, too. And knowing that, you know, yeah, the powers that are supposed to protect are the same ones that fucking destroy. Well, yeah, it's a thing. Plus, we read a bit more. Yeah. In all honesty. Yeah, that is true. And we're very... variety of like different viewpoints yeah like or i try to even though i say i mainly watch russell brand jimmy Dore. yeah, yeah. but also like but dabbling then, with ben shapiro he yeah. was, he's he's hardcore oh, yeah, republican sure. guy right mm-hmm. uh because he'll say shit you know he says shit i don't agree with mm-hmm. but he also touches up on shit that's like uh, yeah yeah when it comes okay. to american politics yeah okay like, yeah. like he's like a lot of times he's right on stuff. Uh, and I wouldn't say I don't know if he's wrong on other stuff. I just simply disagree. Yeah. What is you know what I mean? I, I can't say I'm, I'm right. I'm <laughs> fucking true. sitting here just trying to make some money. Just live a good life. <laughs> yeah, like, pretty much. Talk, yeah. talk some shit on a podcast. But yeah. I mean, even then, like, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the other podcast, but the book I'm reading on persuasion, I mean, it shows how the U.S. government controls the media so they could go to war. Well, it's a proof. Or with Iraq, I think it was Iraq. Or Afghanistan, one of those two. Well, oh, like, that reminds me. So to end this podcast, mm-hmm. I want I want to uh, play a clip on George Carlin talking about war as I yeah. drop a pen. <laughs> uh, his take on the Gulf War. Oh, okay. Uh, right after it happened, he did a stand-up special right after it. Oh, okay. It was like 91, 92. Uh I just want you to listen to it, and I want the listeners to hear it, and and just let that, let what he says sink in, mm-hmm. and compare that to now. Okay. Compare what he said about '91 Gulf War to Ukraine Russian War or any war, right? Yeah. Uh, see, is it still relevant what he says and stuff like that? But we'll, we'll end yeah. it with that. Uh, okay. Get people thinking. Um, it's just nuts, dude. I mean, there's so much going on with this conflict like i've basically lost my train of thought on how to fucking tell you the rest of it (laughs) i basically gave you my dumbass summary version of it Hmm. uh but yeah there's something going on with uh back to the gas pipeline there's something going on all right first of all (laughs) did you know like was it up to 40 to 50 percent of Europe's gas, mm-hmm. which they heavily rely on, especially for winter, yeah. for heat, comes from Russia. Oh, okay. Hey. Germany 
almost half their gas mm-hmm. comes from Russia. Okay. Germany is the industrial power of Europe um, or Western Europe. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Does that sound like you Smart, get how yeah. complex <laughs> this shit keeps getting? Yeah. Like. It makes no sense. In like a way. I, I thought I was going to come on here and be like, yeah, yeah, that, that, that. And I'm like, wait, the more I keep talking, the more I'm like, oh, shit, there's this, there's that. And that's why I fucked up at the, oh. with the <laughs> trying to get through the Ukraine on fire oh. documentary. <laughs> but I mean, there's too many, like you said, uh, there's a lot aspects of variables. To it, yeah. And then some don't make sense. Another stupid. I just, I'm sorry. I don't support Nazis <laughs> of any kind. Yeah. And they are real. Uh, here, I just pulled up an article right before we started this episode. Yeah. And Jimmy Dore has a video on this. Um, Ukraine armed forces uh, make the uh, Nazi symbol for the Nazi battalion Azov yeah. uh, official. Okay. Here's a picture of them doing their little salute. And holding their new Nazi flag banner, and it's yellow, which is the main color of Ukraine, apparently. Yeah, because um, yeah, even the soldiers wear yellow armbands yeah. Okay. At, when they go to fight. Um, yeah, so here's an article. This is probably independent. I've never heard of these guys. Uh, yeah, dot .org. <laughs> uh, well, that's not their name. I'm just, that was their... Website? Uh, yeah, address. Uh, it's called nationofchange.org. So, all right. Let's see. This is published today, Thursday, March 10th, 2022, nationofchange.org. Yeah. It's titled, How the U.S. Has Empowered and Armed Neo-Nazis in Ukraine. And that little, what was that little paragraph they put right underneath the title what did you call that the paragraph Before, underneath the title the yeah, description yeah it's the like description type yeah it's almost like for a picture but it's like underneath the title it's like i guess they're trying to give you a basic summary of oh, the okay. article yeah right Pretty all right much. well i'll just read it uh it says after the title right now ukrainians are united in their resistance to russia's invasion but we should not be surprised when the U.S. alliance with neo-Nazi proxy forces in Ukraine, including the infusion of billions of dollars in sophisticated weapons, results in similarly violent and destructive blowback. Hmm. And that's my concern. Like, dude, this this war alone, the the more info that comes out, the more you know. This this side says that. This side's accusing them this and that, yeah. and it's like. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to sort through all this, and yeah. I think this war is dramatically gonna change uh, the players on the international stage. Oh, okay. Like the U.S. government, are they're they're really risk putting us at risk, dude. That's what I think. This the not going to ignorant rant again. <laughs> all right. So this is written by oh two people. Med- Medea, 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 Benjamin and Nicholas J S Davis. Okay. All right. Let's see. They start off with a picture. Their new flag. They're proud of. There's a whole line of infantry, and they have like their. They kind of have like the ancient Rome salute thing going on. Oh really? Yeah. For those who don't know, the ancient Rome used to do. It's probably similar. 
I don't know who it would be similar to. Maybe it's similar to British salutes or something. I don't know. But they'll they'll do a thing where they make a fist with their right hand, yeah. put it over their chest oh, okay. on the left side. But uh-huh. as they do that, they bring their arms straight out. Oh. And it kind of looks like that's what they're doing here in this picture. But the picture took it when their fist is on their chest on the oh, left. Okay. But Rome used to do that. Yeah. They used to slam on their chest and then go straight out oh, okay. with it. Uh so let's see. Yeah, I'll read. I'll read through this article, and uh, that'll help help my goofy ass explain this better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And hopefully you understand more than one. Okay. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, here we go. All right. Russian President Putin has claimed that he ordered the invasion of Ukraine to denazify the, its government while. Western officials, such as former U.S. Ambassador to Moscow, Michael Mafal, have called this pure propaganda, insisting there are no Nazis in Ukraine. Simply not true. Yeah. Uh, I mean, watch those videos of those people getting killed like I did by those Nazis. Yeah. Yeah, and tell me they ain't fucking there. That's fucking gross. That, uh this whole thing's fucking sick. Uh. In the context of the Russian invasion, the post-2014 Ukrainian government's problematic relations with extreme right-wing groups and neo-Nazis parties are, has become an incendiary element on both sides of the propaganda war, with Russia exaggerating it as a pretext for war and the West trying to sweep it under the carpet. <clears throat> and by the way, I would agree to that. Russia is a convenient... It's probably a convenient... A reason to invade yeah but it's all dude it's about natural resources i think at the end of the day sure. uh, the reality behind the propaganda is that the west and its ukrainian allies have opportunistically exploited and empowered the extreme right in ukraine first to pull off the 2014 coup and then by redirecting it to fight separatists in eastern ukraine yeah, that's the part I, forget, I left out. Jimmy Dore has a damn good video on uh, a former neo-Nazi in Ukraine explaining the actual agenda right now. Mm. It's fucking bonkers. I'll finish this article first. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> All right. Redirecting it to fight separatists in eastern Ukraine and far from denazifying Ukraine, the Russian invasion is likely to further empower Ukrainian and international neo-Nazis as it attracts fighters from around the world and provides them with weapons, military training, and the combat experience that many of them are hungry for. That's another thing I meant to point out was, well, no, I just, I don't like the fact that thousands of Americans, whether they're war veterans or not, mm-hmm. are already going over there to so-called help free the Ukraine people. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's thousands, hundreds of British veterans that are going over there now. Huh. And, dude, they're going to go over there and fucking see some real fucking war crimes with the people they're, post- they're supposedly helping. It's like, you're going to go over there and help them do war crimes at some point. Oh, dang. I wouldn't say it's going to be every fighting unit you you might be in, but mm-hmm. some of you motherfuckers might find yourselves with those neo Nazis. And guess what? I I just don't see how you could be embedded with that fighting force and then quickly, holy shit, they are committing war crimes. I'm not cool with this. What's going to happen to you? 
if you that. question that and you're there to help them, yeah. you're in a war zone. Anything can happen, and it's anybody's fucking story as the truth. Yep. And you're going to volunteer into that blindly and possibly get killed by the very people you're claiming to support yeah. that you bothered not looking into. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Isn't that nuts? That's fucking nuts, dude. <laughs> uh, all right. Back to the article. All right. The reality behind... Okay. Now I read that part. All right. Ukraine's neo-Nazi... Uh, Svoboda party yeah uh s-v-o-b-o-d-a party it's a neo-nazi party oh okay in the fucking government and its founder ole tiny oh by the way oliver stone covers this dude mm-hmm. uh i think it's the same dude he covers the neo-nazis pretty good in his documentary okay. in ukraine it's fucking insane dude um and andre andre Parabi, I don't know how you say that name. <laughs> Just skip the name. Played leading roles in the U.S. back coup in February 2014. Oh, okay. All right, let that sink in. One. 2014. Ukraine's neo-Nazi Savoboda party <laughs> <laughs> played leading roles in the U.S. backed coup in t- February 2014. This is not fabricated shit at all. This is an actual fact. Oh dang. This is a fact. This isn't up for debate. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Uh, Assistant Secretary Newland and Ambassador Pyatt mentioned uh, the Ole guy as one of the leaders they were working with on their infamous leaked phone call before the coup, even as they tried to exclude him from an official position in the post-coup government. That's right. So the ambassador and that secretary, mm-hmm. those are... Americans. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. And they're in the documentary as well. And that phone call that they just talked about that was mm-hmm. leaked is in the documentary. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up, dude. Oh, really? They basically, they're basically talking about, like you and me trying to plan how we're going to go out for dinner and then go see a movie or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Plan our evening. Okay. That's how they're talking about uh, how they're going to install the government they want in Ukraine. Oh, That's dang. literally what they sound like. And then at the end of it, that Newland secretary chick goes, fuck the EU. And the, and the ambassador guy goes, yeah. <laughs> That's the phone call. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Again, Ukraine on fire. Watch it. If you want to know anything about this, that's a good start. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, uh, that's another reason why I'm sick of my government. Uh <laughs> As formerly peaceful protests in Kiev gave way to pitch battles with police and violent armed marches, which is heavily shown in that documentary. Oh, okay. Marches to try to break through. I'm glad I'm reading this. This reminded me of the documentary <laughs> pretty good. Try to break through police barricades and reach the parliament building. Savadbada. I'm just going to call him Boda. Boda members in the newly right, uh, newly formed right sector militia led by Dimitro Yarosh, battled police, spearheaded marches, and raided a police armory for weapons. Mm. By mid-February 2014, these men with guns were the de facto leaders of the Maiden Movement. That's right. There's a movement called the Maiden Movement in Ukraine. Became the current government. And they are the de facto leaders Mm. of that movement. Uh, Which is also covered in the documentary. <laughs> See, like I said, there's so much going on. I 
I'm actually yeah. forgetting some of it and remembering. I get you. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, I'm just going to send you these videos. <laughs> uh, we will never know what kind of political transition peaceful protests alone would have led to in Ukraine or how different the new government would have been if a peaceful political process had been allowed to take its course without interference by the United States or violent white, white, <laughs> right wing <laughs> extremists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see <laughs> but it was Yoros who took to the stage in the maiden and rejected the February 21st 2014 agreement negotiated by the French German and Polish foreign ministers under which Yanukovych and opposition political leaders agreed to hold new elections later that year instead Yoros <laughs> and right sector refused to disarm and led the climatic march on parliament that overthrew the government. Maybe that's the video I'm talking about where they Might started be. burning that building and it's just filled with people, dead Ukrainians inside and out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a fucking disgusting thing to see, man. It was disturbing. I was like, I can't believe this is happening in right now. Nazis really. Mm-hmm. And people are just blindly supporting it. Like, don't question anything, really. Yeah. Now, the idiots are going to volunteer over there. Going to find themselves. Probably not coming back for a war that was not justified. Yeah. For at least what they're saying. Since 91, Ukrainian elections had swung back and forth between leaders like President Viktor Yanukovych, who was from Donetsk, and had close ties with Russia. Oh, I think he's in the documentary too. And Western-backed leaders like President Yushchenko, uh, who was elected in 2005 after the Orange Revolution. Yeah, he's in. Yeah, I think it's that guy. That guy that's in the documentary. He sits down with Oliver Stone a lot. That followed a disputed election. Ukraine's endemic corruption tainted every government and rapid public disillusionment with whichever leader and party won power led to a seesaw between Western and Russian-aligned factions. Yeah, that's kind of how I was looking at Ukraine this morning. I was like, Ukraine's basically the rope in the game of tug of war <laughs> between Russia and U.S. and its allies. And the poor Ukrainian civilians and the civilians in Donbass region... Uh, just fucking caught up in it yeah, in the game much. of empire that's basically what's going on and that's what I was kind of mentioning like this can happen to you and me oh yeah, yeah like to any of us anywhere like like you're, you're fucked dude do you do you control a military force Warren? nope I don't either so we're <laughs> fucked uh, in 2014 Newland stupid bitch and the state department got their favorite Arseny Yatsenyuk Yatsenyuk installed as prime minister of the post-coup government. He lasted two years until he, too, lost his job due to endless corruption scandals. Uh Wow, even after the one in 2014. (laughs) Hmm. Seems to be a pattern. Libya. Uh, (laughs) Petro Poroshenko, the post-coup president, lasted a bit longer until 2019 even after his personal tax evasion schemes were exposed in the 2016 Panama Papers and 2017 Paradise Papers. That's two things I didn't know about yeah. right there. See how, I mean, this is so much going on, and it's all evil horseshit. Yeah. 
for sure. Again, it's this civilians are just trying to live a good life, or they're that's the innocent people in this. Yeah, on both sides of this conflict, it's tragedy be understatement. Uh, let's see. When Yatsenyuk became prime minister, he rewarded Savobada's role in the coup with three cabinet positions. Oh, that's that neo-Nazi political group. Three cabinet positions, cool, including Alexander Siech. By the way, in case you can't tell already, I cannot pronounce Eastern European names at all. Like, I think this is the most <laughs> I've ever read them and tried in yeah. one sitting, like ever. And it's because of this conflict, uh, including Alexander Siech as deputy prime minister. Yeah. That's a high position. And governorships of three of Ukraine's 25 provinces. Dude, that is a fucking big deal. Yeah. Could you, could you imagine if, like, California and Oregon, just for the sake of an example, not attacking anybody in particular, California, Oregon, and Washington, just governed by neo-Nazis. And we're just supposed to just, like... Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, huh. Like, what? <laughs> Dude, again, that shit would not fly here. Mm. It, it, it'd be chaos until that shit got fixed. Yeah, uh, sure. Here in the U.S. Uh, so at least I would hope so. I don't know about nowadays. I mean, mm. it's cool to hate yourselves, according to certain politicians. <laughs> uh, Savata's Andri Parabi... <laughs> Was appointed chairman or speaker of parliament. Oh, okay. Dude, isn't that like Nancy Pelosi's position in our government? I think so. White House speaker or whatever? Yeah. Like, the, for speaker? some reason, she just forever yeah, in that speaker. position. Is she like dict- lifelong dictator in that shit? I don't think so. I guess so. Uh, by the way, never getting in trouble for uh, the illegal money she made off the stock markets after she told our bitch asses to stay home because of COVID mm-hmm. when she got haircut. Anyways, uh, parliament, uh, okay. Was appointed chairman or speaker of parliament as he, uh, a post he held for the next five years. No. What? And then the, the tying Bach guy ran for president in 2014, but only got 1.2% of the votes and was not reelected to parliament. Ukrainian voters turned their backs on the extreme right in the 2014 post-coup elections, reducing Savada's 10.4% share of the national vote in 2012. So that's the percentage I think I got confused with earlier. Oh, okay. I think that's what it was. And, dude, that's a big percentage of the national, 10.4% share of the national vote in 2012 to 4.7%. In 2014, I guess. Savada lost support in areas where it held control of local governments but had failed to live up to its promises. No shit. It, that's what Nazis do. They make <laughs> a bunch of promises just to get power, you dumb. Uh, it, and its support was split now that it was no longer the only party running on explicitly anti-Russian slogans and rhetoric. 
After the coup, right sector helped to consolidate the new order by attacking and breaking up anti-coup protests. In what their leader, Yarosh, described it to Newsweek as a war, quote, uh, to, in quote, cleanse the country, or, quote, cleanse the country, in quote, yeah. uh, of pro-Russian protesters. That's a real thing. This campaign climaxed on May 2nd with the massacre of 42 anti-coup protesters in the fiery inferno after they took shelter at from right sector attackers in the trades union's house in Odessa. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. No, that's that video I saw on the documentary. Oh, okay. Ukraine on fire. Mm-hmm. He shows that. Home videos oh. of the neo-Nazi groups are people that were probably in that crowd that mm-hmm. just got to film it. That's the footage you're seeing. Bodies flopping out of the the seconds, third floor. I don't know how big. It was big enough for them to fall and not get back up. Jeez. And, yeah, and it shows those people burnt to a crisp afterwards. Jeez. Like, you get a glimpse of it. And it's just like, holy shit. And they're out there having a good time like they're about to roast marshmallows. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, boom. See, I'm glad I found this article. <laughs> Thank you, nation of change people. <laughs> After anti-coup protests evolved into declarations of independence in Donetsk and Luhansk, the extreme right in Ukraine shifted gear to full-scale armed combat. The Ukrainian military had little enthusiasm for fighting for its, uh, for fighting its own people, so the government formed new National Guard units to do so. Right sector formed a battalion, and neo-Nazis also dominated the Azov battalion. Oh. So that comes off like that battalion already existed. They just came in and took it over? Maybe. That's, I mean, dominated. Which was founded by Andrea Belitsky. How about I just keep reading? <laughs> An avowed white supremacist who claimed that Ukraine's national purpose was to rid the country of Jews? And mm-hmm. other inferior races. It was the Azov Battalion that led the post-coup government's assault on the self-declared republics and retook the city of Maripol from separatist forces. The Minsk II Agreement in 2015, mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a second one, uh, ended the worst fighting and set up a buffer zone around the breakaway republics. But a low-intensity civil war continued. An estimated 14,000 people have been killed since 2014. Congressman Ro Khanna and progressive members of Congress tried for several years to end U.S. military aid to the Azov Battalion. Well, damn. I don't know who they are. I've heard that name before. That's our Congress. Yeah. Ro Khanna. Well, I'm glad they actually tried. But that's. I'm not surprised it didn't go nowhere. You're just not fucking with big money like that. <laughs> no. it, things in motion because there's a lot of money being made and power to be had. Mm-hmm. One person's voice is not going to fucking overturn that. No. That voice <laughs> is going to get slit or ignored. Yeah. Like, ah, fucking weird. All right. They finally did so in the FY 2018 defense appropriation bill, but Azov reportedly continued to receive U.S. arms and training despite the ban. Okay. In 2019, the Sofon Center, which tracks terrorists and extremist groups around the world, warned, in, uh, quote, 
The Azov Battalion is emerging as a critical node in the transnational right-wing violent extremist network. Its aggressive approach to networking serves one of the Azov Battalion's overarching objectives to transform areas under its control in Ukraine into the primary hub for transnational white supremacy. That goes with that Ukrainian uh, defector, neo-Nazi defector I was just telling you about that Jimmy Dore showed on his clip. He talks about the actual plan that's going on that uh, no one, no one knows. I get you. But he's trying to tell us. So, you know, grain of salt if he's being honest or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the Savon Center described how the Azov Battalion's aggressive networking reaches around the world to recruit fighters and spread its white supremacist ideology. Foreign fighters who train and fight with the Azov Battalion then return to their own countries to apply what they have learned and recruit others. All right, hold on. Let's pause. Uh, Got like six more paragraphs or so. Uh, Okay, hold on. What the fuck did we just go through with the Black Lives Matter shit? What do you mean? Did you just hear what I read? The white supremacy? Mm Mm-hmm. The Azov Battalion's emergence as a a critical node in the transnational right-wing violent extremist network. Its aggressive approach to networking serves one of the Azov Battalion's overarching (laughs) objectives to transform areas under its control in Ukraine into the primary hub for transnational white supremacy. That's backed by our tax dollars, dude. Is it? What did we just fucking go through over the last few years? Because of, you know, black people don't have rights mm-hmm. when we all have the same rights. What did we just go through? We watched Target get burned down. Yeah, a, lot of, a lot of black employees missing out on paychecks. Black owned restaurants getting burned down in the, in the name of Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, several people killed, injured. Who knows what the number is? We'll never get the truth of that. <laughs> Uh, black people being killed during these riots. Yeah. Uh, like that ex-police chief guy who was trying to close down a pawn shop. Young black men came in, shot him, robbed stuff, yeah. walked out. The very thing that's being called out, but you're racist for calling that out. Hmm. But we just went through this whole shit about racism. Still seeing that horse shit. Uh, by the way, in racism, a cool idea, the way it's being done. No. Yeah. Uh, it's still being jammed down everyone's throat through U.S. sports. Yeah. Like, NFL has in racism at the end of their end zones. What I just fucking read? Mm-hmm. That, that, <laughs> that what? Like, hold on. We just went through a narrative where white supremacy is on the rampant. Yeah. The KKK is on the rise. And it's like, what? <laughs> Where? Like... Why are you seeing this shit? Like, and then, you know, this somehow white supremacy is the terrorism to focus on. Now, somehow we went 20 years of Middle East needs that we, oh my God, that's, we need to be there, but, 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 to, mm-hmm. they're no longer even considered anything. And, and we're now focused on domestic white supremacist terrorism. Yeah. That has not set off one bomb no. in the last who knows how many years. No mass shootings of any kind. No. No small towns being overrun by militias. Like, what the fuck are you... What? Yeah. Oh, the boogeyman. Here we go again. 
that that does not fucking fit. You get what I'm pointing yeah, out here? Yeah. Like, what they try to do when more whites. <laughs> The U.S. government just fucking armed and backed this fuckers. And oh, that's right. their goal. True place. You get what I mean? Yeah, I get you. It's all horse shit. Follow the money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. That, that just really fucking just puts some more light on the Black Lives Matter. Oh, by the way, we're going to blow that fucking group up on the next episode. That's going under the radar because all the international stuff going on lately. But just give you a hint. <coughs> uh Tens of millions of dollars missing <coughs> uh, from money from donators. <coughs> All right. Anyways, uh, violent foreign extremists. Back to the article. <laughs> All right. Violent foreign extremists with links to Azov have included Brenton Tarrant, who massacred 51 worshippers at, at a mosque in Christchurch in New Zealand in 2019. And several members of the U.S. Rise Above movement. Damn, I haven't heard that. Have you? No who were prosecuted for attacking counter-protesters at the Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville in August 2017. Oh, yeah. I didn't know they had a movement. Other Azov veterans have returned to Australia, Brazil, Germany, Italy, Norway, Sweden, the UK, and other countries. Despite Savabata's declining success in national elections, neo-Nazi and extreme nationalist groups increasingly linked to the Azov Battalion, have maintained power on the street in Ukraine and in local politics in the Ukrainian nationalist heartland around... Uh, uh, the town is called... Uh, or spelt L-V-I-V. I'm just going to call it Viv. <laughs> in western Ukraine. Remember what I said about yes, western mm-hmm. Ukraine? After President Zelensky's... There's that piece of shit. Election in 2019. The extreme right threatened him with removal from office or even death if he negotiated with separatist leaders from Donbass and followed through on the Minsk protocol. All right, so what's the point of doing ceasefire agreements if one side's just going to purposely break it from the get-go? But, you know, the hypocrite U.S. government's going to call foul on that. Yeah. What? Uh. Anyways, Zelensky <laughs> had run for election as a peace candidate. Bullshit. But under threat from the right, he refused to even talk to Donbass leaders who he d- dismissed as terrorists. All right, see, they're 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 trying to. It's, there's this like painting that he's still like this cool dude. Like he he believes in all this stuff, but he was threatened with death, so like he's gonna like go through with like the neo Nazi uh, <laughs> agenda, you know. But he's a good guy; he has good intentions. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> During Trump's presidency, the United States reversed Obama's bans on weapons sales to Ukraine, and Zelensky's yeah. aggressive rhetoric raised new fears in Donbas and Russia that he was building up Ukraine's forces for a new offensive to retake Donetsk and Luhansk by force. See? Yeah. See? The Civil War has combined with the government's neoliberal economic policies to create fertile ground for the extreme right. The post-coup government imposed more of the same neoliberal shock therapy that was imposed throughout Eastern Europe in the 1990s. 
Ukraine received a $40 billion IMF bailout and... $40 billion? Yeah, $40 billion. Holy shit. Dang. That didn't really sink in until you said it. <laughs> <laughs> and as part of the deal, privatized 342 state-owned enterprises, reduced public sector employment by 20%, along with salary and pension cuts, privatized health care, and de- disinvested in public education, closing 60% of its universities. Dang. Wow, that sounds like a sovereign country. <laughs> Coupled with Ukraine's endemic corruption, these policies led to the profitable looting of state assets by the corrupt ruling class. Huh. So, oh, it sounds like they've been hanging out with the, the U.S. politicians. <laughs> and to falling living standards and austerity measures for everybody else. The post, hey, sounds like a U.S. again. Uh, the post-coup government upheld Poland as its model, but the reality was closer to Yeltsin's Russia in the 1990s. That's not good. After a nearly 25% fall in GDP between 2012 and 2016, Ukraine is still the poorest country in Europe, which is crazy because it's one of the largest. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, being large doesn't say much, but I mean... It could not be. <laughs> As elsewhere, the failures of neoliberalism have fueled the rise of right-wing extremism and racism. Now the war with Russia promises to provide thousands of alienated young men from around the world with military training and combat experience, which they can ten- then take home to terrorize their own countries. Holy shit, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's a thing. The Sofan... Sufan Center has compared the Azov Battalion's international networking strategy to that of Al-Qaeda and ISIS. U.S. and NATO support for the Azov Battalion poses similar risks as their support for Al-Qaeda-linked groups in Syria 10 years ago. Oh, God. Those chickens quickly came home to roost when they spawned ISIS and turned decisively against their Western backers. Yeah, in the form of driving trucks over everybody. It happened in New York, happened in um, the main, the fucking main nasty one was uh, Paris, not Paris, but in, uh, fuck, that town in, that town in fucking France where like 70 people got ran over by a fucking truck. Uh, Fucking gross. Uh, Right now, Ukrainians are united in their resistance to Russia's invasion, but we should not be surprised when the U.S. alliance with neo-Nazi proxy forces in Ukraine, including the infusion of billions of dollars in sophisticated weapons, results in similarly violent and destructive blowback. End of End. the article. Oh, okay. So, thoughts, one. I don't know. Too much stuff going on. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> and it's all evil ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And dude, I was freaking out after I watched that Ukraine on fire. Because mm-hmm. I was already kind of freaking out by this shit Jimmy Dore was finding oh. on his show. And then slowly but surely, Russell Brand is getting closer to that. And I'm, granted, I haven't watched like the last several videos he's posted, Russell Brand. So, yeah. But okay. man, he's been he's oh, been on staying on top of like all this the shit that we should be concerned about. Like, you know, the, Oh, he's been coming out with videos on the narrative is collapsing on the, the COVID shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, the CDC, they're all full of shit. Uh, 
It's all about control over everybody. That's all it is. Control the resources. That's the main power these days. Yeah, for sure. It's not the old, the old, uh, and this is another thing that I'm, I'm annoyed by, uh, fellow free citizens of the world that <laughs> somehow see this as just a basic war of a, of aggressive, aggressive expansion. Bitch, that's not a thing anymore. It truly isn't. No. I don't no, I don't see the, how that's a thing anymore. Like, it's being done... Like, Iraq, you can make the argument of oil. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan, you can make the argument of... I don't know. Opium? Where a big chunk of opium... Also, heroin. Huh. I think heroin, but opium... Yeah. Supplied through Afghanistan. Yeah. You don't think pharmaceutical companies took advantage of that? Oh, no. Yeah. No, uh, never. <laughs> yeah. And then the drug sales of heroin went up greatly after oh. Afghanistan got invaded or something like that. Oh. I don't know if it was heroin, but it was, it was a bad drug like that. Oh, okay. And just conveniently just, it's just, you know, doing good in sales. <laughs> <laughs> like after a U.S.-led invasion. Oh, day. And by the way, there's videos in, of... News reporters showing U.S. Mm-hmm. troops garden poppy fields. Oh, okay. yeah. But there's there's you know oh, sure. more depth to that too though. But it's just like what? <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, this is for freeing Ukrainian people. That's what's going on. No, it's it's the game of empire, and today's game of empire is determined by who controls the major resource regions. Uh, apparently, I just remember this off of Crimea. What uh, when uh, Russia annexed Crimea? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is off a YouTube channel. Fuck, I forgot which one I watched because I watched so many different ones to get <laughs> different viewpoints. Yeah, because there's this one viewpoint of this conflict is mm-hmm. the you know everything's sugar coated and free people free people they're you know poor people you know no that's that's the horseshit viewpoint and then you got the viewpoint where people are literally trying to get like all right how did this okay this was happening so it led to this oh, okay yeah you know, anyways i kind of just chopped that up but it's just like it's not that black and white at all yeah. like there are real f- fucking reasons going on i get you oh for sure like too many yeah, like this idea that they just what the media tells you is the dumbed down. Let's get your bitch ass tricked into supporting this version. Mm-hmm. That's what you're getting, and these people that are just constantly over glorifying whoever is fighting in this war. Yeah, fucking stop. Like your bitch ass is never gonna be near a fucking. Probably not even near a gun range, let alone a fucking front lines of actual horrible combat. Yeah. So, quit blindly supporting it. It's I just don't get that. That's just they just want to be part yeah, of something bigger. Yeah, go over bigger. there and kill all those Russians. <laughs> kill a couple for me. <laughs> what? And meanwhile, this asshole's putting down his quarter pounder, being a keyboard warrior, attacking somebody <laughs> like me. That's like, hey, did you know about neo Nazis in Ukraine? That's not real Russian propaganda, you piece of shit. <laughs> People are actually attacking each other like that oh, in the comment sure. section. Yeah. And it's like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's always been like that, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's just that's why it's like, well, how many of these 
so-called yeah. accounts or actual real accounts. Well, at this point, you know, after COVID, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just... It's a good portion of them got to be fake. No. Forever now. Yeah. Well, no, it's... Well, just on the uh, sole fact that Russia, China, oh, for, for this one, North Korea this one, yeah. uh, actively were trying to manipulate mm-hmm. our elections, you know, something the U.S. has done since... Day uh, one. For the last hundred <laughs> fucking years. Yeah. Iran. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, that's this, that's what it is. It's always, there's always a game of empire being played and yeah. it's like you're being duped into supporting something. If, if it's over glorified and, you know, mushy gushy shit. Yeah. I always suspect it to be not the information. Oh, for sure. Like, no, I'm just not going to blindly support a war. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on over there. Let's tell me what's going on over there first. People do. Like, the, the U.S. media went straight to, you need to support this no matter what. And there's yeah. no explanation of any kind. It's just like, oh, my God, it's like Hitler all over again. Russia is just invading Ukraine because it thinks it can. Yeah. No, the reality is, is they're doing it because that's their survival against... U.S. and NATO. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Game of Empire once again. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's usually how it goes, though. Yeah. But people don't know. I think the problem is people don't want to know. People just want to hear shit that they want to hear. No, oh, they just go on with the flow. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like I always think about that. What was that last season of Vikings? That mm-hmm. was like oh, yeah, the did. common thing phrase that was amongst the rulers was mm-hmm. like, People don't want to hear the truth. They want to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. Want to hear. Like, That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, what's going to benefit them, mm-hmm. even if it's a lie? <laughs> yeah, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's human species. Human nature, nutshell, right there. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say so. Oh, well. Any final thoughts after... No, this I know this is a lot going <laughs> on for you. Info. I know. So we'll just let you... How about you just let it sink in for a couple weeks? Right. <laughs> I'll just wait until what happens. <laughs> yeah. Let's so, see how it goes. I got you filled in fairly good. Yeah. That's a good start. Because uh, if, if you've watched CNN, it'd just be like, oh, you know, like Ukraine did nothing to have this invasion brought upon them. It's like, <laughs> <see> uh, <laughs> It's weird what they show, though. Even Fox, it's a bit weird what they're showing to yeah. right now. Because at the gym, when I do the cardio, that's oh, all they have on the screens. Yeah, I don't know what and any I'm of those like, channels look like nowadays. <laughs> it, I'm like, it's been years. You just kind of see the thing, and I'm like, okay, like, what, what's going on here? Like, one of them was, like, about the sending fighter jets. Yeah, through Poland. U.S. was like, nah, we don't want to. And then the other one's like, oh, We're something completely <laughs> different than the other screen. And I'm like, oh... That's why I don't keep up. I was like, you're contradicting yourself. All these news channels. Oh, Fox News is saying you something know, different than what CNN. CNN is literally saying a 180 of them. Yeah. Wow. On some of the topics, yeah. On this conflict. Yeah, on this conflict. Wow. See. <laughs> and See I'm like, I mean? oh, that's why I didn't keep up with. I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm gonna have to dig too much for this. And I don't. I don't want to <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. I just. I, I'm just. I just find it so funny that just not just a few weeks ago, people were ready to fucking throw me in a cage for not getting a, wanting to get a vaccine. Yeah. And now 
It's not even a fucking topic anymore. Because well, oh wow, we're just so fucking sophisticated, aren't we? Yeah. No. What? <laughs> we need a common enemy, and I think the U.S. took advantage of Ukraine and Russia, for sure. You you hit you hit it you hit the nail on the motherfucking head, Juan. <laughs> that is basically uh, the summary of the U.S. government existence since World War Two. Yeah. Uh, Oliver Stone kind of brushes up on that, like the oh, really? our government just just always has to have this boogeyman mm-hmm. that's held above Americans and so we can live in fear. So we can just do what they want. Yeah. You know, because if you're in fear, or especially if they can get you angry, mm-hmm. you're, you, you're easily manipulated. Yeah. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. That's the Cold War in a nutshell. Yeah. That's, yeah, pretty much yeah. the whole no. whatever years it was. No. A lot, decades. And I remember uh, being a kid, or I remember it being like, what was it? It was one of the documentaries that back when History Channel actually did history yeah. <laughs> episodes. Uh, That's true. Not this pawn star horse shit and whatever else. Oh, let's go look for junk. Oh, it has history behind it. Yeah. No. Not that kind of history, you fucks. Like, God, mindless buying. Jeez. No wonder it took <laughs> off in America. Uh uh, History Channel actually show had a thing about the fall when Russia fell in the nineties. Yeah, uh, the U.S. government was had all this access to see what Russian military was actually capable of. The whole nine, because yeah. they fell apart for a brief moment in the nineties, so they were just like open to outside forces in a way. That's the yeah. way I took it. Well, at least where they could see everything. Go, oh, okay. You know what the experts said on this. Sh- this history channel show. No, I think it was like the late nineties when I watched it, they okay. said, we, we realized that if we ever had to go to war with Russia in the direct conflict, we would have swept right through them cause their shit was outdated. Oh, okay. It, so it turns, they literally admitted in this history channel show in the yeah. late nineties that I was watching as a kid, uh-huh. uh, that Russia turned out wasn't a threat at all. Like oh, militarily. Damn. Jeez. Like if we actually had to fight them toe to toe, yeah. Like we would, they were sitting there kind of bragging about it. Yeah, we would have swept right through them. Oh, jeez. But they just did it for the boogeyman. Yeah, boogeyman gets uh, agendas accomplished for sure. Yeah. So, I, in a way, I feel sorry for Russian. Well, no, I do feel sorry for Russian citizens because they. <laughs> Are just being treated as the world's boogeyman constantly, yeah. constantly. Yeah, for Even sure. to this day, like what? And I think Russians understand that, like a lot of them, because they, yeah. they, they, the Western media tries to play this, uh, this thing that oh, there's so many, there's thousands of Russians protesting war, and it's like I actually found news clips, and it's like one dude, <laughs> it's like one dude, and he's actually talking about how people. We'll come up to him and call him a traitor or ask him, why are you even doing this? And he's just like, I just don't believe in the war. Duh, duh, duh. Oh, and he's just doing something simple. This It was like a ex-Soviet combat pilot. Yeah. A jet fighter pilot. And he's wearing like a the bright neon vest. And it, in Russian, it says uh, you know, something about being anti-war oh, okay. on his front of his vest. And he just wears it every day. And he goes to some part of the town and he does 
something. He's like not really causing a, a scene. scene. He's just kind of like implementing it in his daily life oh, type okay. of thing, which is respectable. Mm-hmm. But but the Western media here is trying to convince us that yeah, all Russia's do- Russians aren't green with it either. It's like bullshit, dude. Like yeah. This, you're talking about a group of people that's used to being treated like the world's boogeyman. Mm. They're just suddenly going to be like, yeah, we believe in CNN. Yeah, yeah for sure. CNN's <laughs> got our back. What? Yeah. You know, what, U.S. <laughs> news media understands the Russian people. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. Motherfucker, you do not. <laughs> I don't, but I haven't looked into it either. Yeah. So that's honesty. That, for sure. Something that doesn't exist in Western media. <laughs> no. So... No, not at all. On that note, I think that's all I got for now. Okay. Uh, if I've touched up on this, I'll actually write some shit down. Uh, <laughs> have it structured better. So I apologize for the listeners. That was a little choppy. <laughs> but it's just crazy. Like, that's kind of what I'm dealing with while I'm trying to explain this to you is this the, the realization of how this could really get bad. Uh, yep, yeah, for sure. After. <laughs> this could be the this. beginning of World War Three. Right? I hope not. I hope not either. But yeah, it could be. I mean, if they play their cards right for sure. If U.S. Or, they or play whoever, wrong. NATO, yeah. Well, I, I mean, if they play wrong, then it's definitely. Going. I'm pretty sure the people are going to be like, "Nah, I'm not going for the shenanigans." Let me in put, a way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Go no, no, that was it. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I just thought of this. I just found this out the other day, and I already kind of knew this, but um, majority of the world's population. Lives in China in the countries around China. Yeah, you have India. And, yeah, yeah, and a good portion of them aren't necessarily ready to sign up with the U.S. military and fight alongside our military. I know. Uh, a lot of them, they're gonna stay neutral or secretly fight against us, or just they're just straight up a military alliance with China already. Yeah, that's the situation. Like, you literally have two halves of the world <laughs> against each other. facing each other. Yeah. Well, the U.S. Like, people need to keep that in mind. I don't think that never gets brought up. And mm-hmm. I happened to come across that the other night, and I went, oh, oh yeah, I did know about that. I just didn't think of this, you know, World War Three. It's like, dude, yeah. there's a lot of people not on U.S. and NATO side right now. That is a fact. Yeah. And if they could... They'd send 11 carriers and bomb our cities, too, <laughs> just like we, our fucking government does to so many others. Yeah. That is true. Just for the sake of, here's a taste of your own medicine. That's it. That, that'd be the only reason. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason it can be. It has to be. Yeah. It's like eye for an eye, bitch. <laughs> for sure. Remember what you did to us in the 60s? <laughs> People think like that. I mean, they... Why do you think I ran so hostile? That's true. You know about Iran, right? When Mm-mm. I keep referencing that? Okay. I'm not going to go too much into it. Basically, in the 50s, uh, Iran actually had its own sovereign country going on. <laughs> you know, yeah. sovereignty. You know, everyone wants to throw that fucking word out. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but we we didn't like that. He wouldn't play ball with the CIA. Something like that. He wouldn't yeah. play ball with the government and its agenda. Okay. So... That guy got overthrown in some shape or form, and they installed what was known as the Shaw. Okay. The last name Shaw. The, he was a prince or whatever. He got installed by our government for the sole purpose of 
so we can have control of that country. America. Okay. Because he wasn't doing anything great for Iranian <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. And so much so in the 79, in the 70s, that rising happened against him to the point where he got exiled permanently out of the country. And you're left with what Iran is today, uh, the Ayatollah, okay. which yeah. is a religious based government mm. which is fucking bad too no, for sure <laughs> but that's why they're hostile towards us mm-hmm. well i mean we wouldn't ex- no but no other country would accept that no oh wait you overthrew our government when it was all right <laughs> so you could have access to what more resources that you you monopolize the resources that's what you're doing mm-hmm. it's usually how it works yeah <laughs> yeah it's game of empire right yeah but anyways, yeah. So that's what I mean when I reference Iran. Iran, okay, okay. Yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, and that's not <laughs> that's just one of many stories. Not for sure. Yeah, real life examples. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't. know. I guess I'm gonna shut up. Uh, you got any, anything no. you want to bring up or anything? Oh, I got nothing. There's just too much going on. I know. <laughs> and I, I uh, let it sink in. I don't know if listeners could hear your hear Juan, but he's he's been yawning a lot. So I'm just like, damn, he's tired today. I'm t- he, yeah, he yeah, would I'm tired. be. He would be. I'd be yawning with him too. If I was still there working with him. <laughs> right now. Nah. Five a.m. Day four. I woke yeah, up at two coming. though. That's why. Oh, you woke up at two. Yeah. Damn. One of those <laughs> nights. Yeah. I was like, God dang it. I hate that, and you can't go back to sleep, yeah. and then your brain's like, well, fucking alarm's going to go off. What if I miss it? Yeah, pretty much. Which is dumb, because you never miss your alarm, right? <laughs> yeah. Because it's loud. Yeah, but yeah. No, I kept waking up, and I, too, I was like, oh, God dang it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, nice, bro. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Getting flashbacks from overnight. I was like, God dang it. <laughs> oh, shit. Your brain doesn't know what shift it's on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the past two days, it has. Really? I've been out, yeah. You still deal with that? Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, because... Because you did it for... A long... Two... More than two years? Yeah, more that's than two. two years too many. No, but yeah, my brain <laughs> just couldn't... Well, at one point, I helped a coworker bring appliances down, and that's what I did during overnights for a long time. Yeah. And my uh, brain yeah. just switched. <laughs> I was, and it was cloudy outside, but it looked like I was about to go home. Like, all of a sudden, everything was just perfectly timed, the weather, how it looked, what I was getting... That my brain just kind of made the switch. I was oh. like, oh, we're going home from overnight. I just stayed up for so many long. I was, you could ask, everywhere I work, you could ask everybody. He was like, what's wrong, one? You look sad. Today? No, yeah, yesterday. Oh. And a little today, too. But not as bad. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I'm just, it's not working up here. It's just I not. I just want my brain to be on a normal schedule again. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was remembering podcasts from what I used to hear back then. For some odd reason. I was like, okay, I'm just overnight mode now. Freaking sucks. <laughs> wow. No, but, and I'm trying and throw me all this. And I'm like, okay, I'm trying to keep up. I'm like, okay, okay. Just too much going on with Russia and Ukraine that I didn't know. I'm just like, okay. Yeah. And nothing's being talked about. So I'm like, okay. Nothing to actual, get. actual information at least. Yeah. yeah. Just trying to process the whole thing. It's strange times we're living, dude. Not for sure. Like, holy shit. <laughs> it's like... You don't even know what's going to happen next. I know. And Who things are going to get worse for everyone because a handful of greedy, fat cunts in government... Yeah. ...who are all criminals, by the way, 
they, they just can't get enough of no. whatever they're fucking wanting, mm-hmm. like, which is power and money. Which is odd. And spreading it and maintaining it and being able to tell Juan to wear a fucking mask today, but then next Friday we're going to pretend like it never mattered. <laughs> what? It's so weird. It, Man. That's, the, that's, that's where I come from. That's where my brain is. <laughs> when, when anybody that's listening to me yeah. during this, first of all, thank you. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> it's a bit weird. No. That's where I'm sitting. I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Because I'm big on history, and by the mm-hmm. time I even got through high school, I knew that, oh, you know, the world works. <laughs> what <Well>, you're <laughs> shown face value is never the truth. No. That's what I've learned through actual just studying oh, history sure. as a hobby, but it's like, wow. And it's just so weird that people think they're smart, but they fall right into the sheep mentality. Yeah. Just go along to get along. Oh, this was on TV. Must be true. (laughs) Well, he said it's true, especially after he threatened to not go with that, what would happen to me. Uh, Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I believe it. (laughs) I I think that's what happens a lot. Oh, for sure. People just, don't throw me in jail. (laughs) I believe what you said. It's like, like, either way, you're going to end up in prison. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) At one point. You might as well fight for some freedom, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. It'd be worth fighting, like, uh, I mean, if you die in the fighting, it was your free choice to do it that way. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, not, you know, sit around and then eventually the government just takes what it wants from you <laughs> and says it's just for your own good. <laughs> we need all the canned goods you have in your house. It's for the war Boy. effort. Yeah. And the food in it, too. We need money. No, don't use the food first. Yeah. We need all of it. We need more tax yeah. money. Too. We need more. We need you to sit home, not make money. And pay more money. And, to but us. we're going to bitch about the economy <laughs> collapsing that we caused. Yeah. Which is about to happen soon. Maybe. Well, inflation is just going to get worse. It's it's already getting, it was already getting bad because all the bullshit money they printed mm-hmm. to so-called quote, help. quote, <laughs> help. People, the American to, people, yeah, the American people, yeah, twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I went to all their criminal friends internationally. Yeah, um, but now, oh, yeah. yeah, it's all horseshit. Tuner, I wonder what's gonna happen. It's like George, five years. George Carlin's last stand-up he did. It's mm-hmm. all bullshit and it's bad for you. Yeah, and that's literally what he, that's literally what his stand-up was about. <laughs> He's like, you know, because he even explains, you know. When you go through life and you get as old as I am, mm-hmm. oh, you sure. really start seeing the horse. <laughs> you really <laughs> see everything for what it is. Yeah. But we'll see what, what happens. Can do nothing. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> get drafted. I like That's what's uh, gonna happen. I will say this: I like Russell Brand's positivity. Oh, really? Yeah, like his. Uh, when he, he talks like he I like how he starts his videos. He's oh, always yeah. like he's always you know referring to his subscribers in a, some funny <laughs> yeah. description and whatnot. And if you're new, welcome to the party. You know type yeah. thing of free people that are trying to awaken themselves. Yeah, you know, join the awakening movement with us. I believe in that. Oh for sure. Yeah, like when he talks about stuff like that, like I'm like, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah. You know, He's just one of very few people. Right. And what happens to those very few people if they get to a certain position where they start looking like they're gaining momentum of power? Look at Joe Rogan. They get struck Mm -hmm. down. 
Oh, well, I'm talking yeah. about assassinations. Oh, like Martin Luther King. Oh my, <laughs> whoops. JFK, his brother who was running for presidency, mm-hmm. shot in the fucking head in front of everybody. Jeez. Martin Luther King shot in the fucking head right in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. What did they all have in common? They were for the people. For the people. Literally for the people. Literally doing the right thing that we're all, like most of our families discuss naturally, mm-hmm. even amongst your friends. It's like, how come this doesn't happen? It's like, yeah. well, this power, power does not care. No. <laughs> but... Yeah. We'll see though. We'll see what happens. In oh, a few did, you, did you see? Uh, did you see? Uh, since this conflict started, uh, President, uh, or not President, I'll say uh, Vice President Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll piss off a lot of people if they ever heard me say that. Oh, he thinks it was rigged. That doesn't happen. Really, really. The most unpopular president in the history of presidents. Got the most popular votes mm. in the history. Of- in the history of popular votes, mm. <laughs> I'm just saying that's weird. Anyways, <laughs> uh, he's uh, like doing that stupid ass uh, State of the Union, which is fucking stupid. I don't know how the State of the Union in the U.S. became like this, like dictatorship, like uh, clap fest from Congress. <laughs> Yeah. Why they say a bunch of shit that's not going to happen yeah, or sure. nothing good anyways. Uh, he, he In that State of the Union he did like a week ago or whatever it was. Yeah. I remember. Did you see the gaffes he did? Uh, oh, man. He referred to... I didn't the, watch anything of it. <laughs> oh, my God. He referred to Ukrainian people as the Iranian people. Oh, dang. And just the other day, uh, VP Joe Biden... A.K. Uh, war criminal of the Middle East, uh, <laughs> uh, was in a one-on-one interview about the like the current situations of shit. Uh-huh. This this is how he referred to the Ru- Ukraine Russian war right now. He goes, and then you got you got uh, something we haven't seen since World War Two: Putin invading Russia. That's haven't been seen since World War Two. <laughs> it's like right. I, I, I'm sorry, but in World War II, Russia didn't get invaded by a Russian. <laughs> by Putin. <laughs> yeah, like Putin's just walking around Moscow by himself, just invading Russia. Hey, I'm invading Russia. <laughs> yeah, about me. Yeah, here's a smoke grenade. <laughs> and it has the Russian colors. <laughs> what is it? Blue, white, and red? I think, how do you remember? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, there you go. I'm Putin. I'm invading y'all. That's funny. My own people. <laughs> <laughs> what? Like, and then uh, apparently uh, one of the politicians. Yeah. I, don't, I forgot who, which one it was. One of the American politicians was like hinting that uh, his uh, president, uh, you know, Biden uh, is his cognitive decline is very bad. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's like, no shit. <laughs> it's just... Right. Yeah, this cool. yeah, this guy. <laughs> yeah. Safety <laughs> obvious. It's like, what? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, well, here's a scary thing. Did you... Uh, 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 I 
guess a battle, a little battle took place, which is highly suspicious on who to blame. Um, A Ukrainian nuclear facility in uh, one of the, Mm -hmm. I don't know what part of Ukraine, it might have been south or east, most likely, or wherever Russian forces are, because Russian forces took it over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, did they make a big stink about it? Yeah, they made a big stink trying to... Well, we're in the U.S., we're told that Russia just started bombing the nuclear facility as it's planned to take it by force. Oh. And it's like, what? (laughs) Wait. Anybody knows better to do that. (laughs) Knows better to not do that. And then you got these weird videos where it's just these flares... Yeah, showing I've seen up those too. on yeah. the parking lot and they're acting like yeah this is a bombing bombing and i'm like that's a flare i was looking at it i was like where's it's the explosion down. <laughs> yeah where's the explosion <laughs> only thing you see in the video is gun machine gun tracers right. they're like kind of high up mm-hmm. above the building but regardless some firing what happened actually happened but i mean i saw flares i didn't see, I didn't see explosions it. of any kind uh, I think they had like an after footage I happened to come across. And that building, the administrative building, like caught on fire. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they were trying to make it sound like, yeah, Russia's so reckless. They uh, <laughs> they almost caused a uh, horrible, another Chernobyl. Yeah. And it's like, no. did they really? Or was it you? Hmm. You guys. As in like U.S. government kid. and the proxy neo-Nazi forces. Because that sounds like, I don't know, what Nazis do. Yeah. False flags, left and right. Guess what, folks? For those who are listening, if you didn't know this, uh-huh. Hitler and the Nazi party got into power through false flag operations. Oh, for sure. The main one being the Reichstag. Big, big government symbol of Germany at the time. Mm-hmm. Got burnt down, like to nothing. I mean, I think the thing's made out of stone and shit. But yeah, you know, <laughs> it got f- caught on fire pretty good. Yeah, pissed off Germany. You know who got blamed? Word, word for word, Russian communist terrorists. Oh, did they? They actually used terrorists. Jeez. In the thirties. In the thirties. Yeah, I didn't know that. I thought that was a new thing from like the sixties. I whatnot. guess not. Because from the planes being hijacked and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, whoa. I was like, holy shit. I see a pattern. Yeah. Huh. It doesn't just happen to a country. <laughs> it could be any of us. Yeah. Anybody. Uh, yeah. And then that's all you're going to get out of this. It's like, yeah, it's like I could easily see that nuclear facility being shot at, bombed by... Ukrainian forces, mm-hmm. or maybe the neo-Nazi elements of the U- which is part of the Ukrainian government and armed forces. Mm-hmm. There's no other way around that. People who are, might be pissed off about what I'm saying, uh, like that just doesn't make sense. Like, and that could be it could be Russian that did that, but <laughs> the fact that we're gonna. We're supposed to just ignore the fact that neo-Nazis even exist. I'm going to say, no, that's not the story. Sorry. Yeah, there's something more. Yeah, I'm going to say you guys did that because it doesn't make sense that there's tracer fire just mm-hmm. randomly above the area yeah. in the air. Like, granted, you only got a very yeah. shitty point of view from that security, security. camera. Yeah. But it's like, 
I didn't see it. Okay, I just see like tracer fire and a f- couple flares yeah. and the guy, the news guy is telling me that's an artillery bomb. I'm like, no, that's a flare. Mm-hmm. No, dude, there's no <laughs> military artillery round that you shoot it just and it blow. lands and explodes on its target and then it has a lovely flare floating above it. <laughs> For sure. You no. Know. And into these what, artillery movies. rounds or tracer rounds? <laughs> like, no, you <laughs> motherfuckers. They wanted to be shown. <laughs> yeah. No. It, it, to me, it stinks of false flag operation. It's because mm. what are they constantly doing? It's just this one-sided venture of Russia's evil. Russia's yeah. trying to be like Hitler. Uh, kill all Russians. No mercy. Oh, by the way, that's one of Jimmy Dore's latest videos. Is, uh, oh, really? Ukrainian forces are killing Russian, torturing, killing Russian POWs mm-hmm. and being supported by oh. liberals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Dang. Celebrate it. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, the irony. <laughs> so much oh, going on. I love it. I love it. Humans, they just, just never a dull moment. <laughs> That's basically what we are on this podcast. We're just here to observe and critique. Yeah. And that's it. Kind of George Carlin-esque, but in our we're gonna we're doing it in our own way. Yeah, and unknowingly went in this direction. For sure. But it's, that's how I feel now. I'm just like, uh, you know what? You you people just keep rinsing and repeating the same insanity. Yeah. Like I'm just I'm sorry I'm just not part of it. That's true. I'm just yeah sorry I'm smart enough <laughs> to see through it. Yeah sorry. Not sorry. Feel like the government got a little taste of how much power they could have throughout the past two years, and they're just trying to keep well, the momentum going in a way. Well, the U.S. government has been unchecked since World War Two. Yeah, but I'm talking about in, like COVID. They oh, got yeah, a okay, bigger grasp, you know. They yeah. they took a bigger bite, and now they just want to keep that trend. Oh, that going. fell apart horribly. Yeah, because now they're going with this, though. They're now just it's just dropped. It. <laughs> the very people trying to imprison our lives drop, or the very people trying to act like, yeah, we're the reason why we dropped everything. Yeah. Uh, we care about you. No, you don't. They're just trying to get the, the power back. Votes. Oh, yeah, because there's this thing called uh, people who are listening out in the U.S. There's midterm elections coming up. Yeah. And Democrats are not going to fucking win, according to what I keep hearing. I'm not, I don't really. give a fuck about looking into it and... Don't care. Like, mm. whatever. You guys are doing whatever you want anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. And it's like, yeah, now they're worried about their losing all their seats now. Wow. It's amazing how that works. They yeah. literally in December, they're ready to throw us into a camp. Or at least it's okay to talk about it. Yeah. To... Now that's, oh, that's all cool. just... Uh, yeah, that's we're over that. We need to move on with our lives. Yeah. Biden actually said that. We gotta. We can't let COVID keep running our lives. <laughs> okay. No correction. We can't let government <laughs> dictator assholes like you and all your friends control our lives. That's the truth. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Whatever. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So. Yeah. If you got nothing, I guess we'll just go ahead and end it. Oh, okay. With uh, Carl. Okay, that's fine. With the George Carlin video. Yeah. Let me put up the volume then. Oh, okay. Let me pull it up. Oh. oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had it on the laptop. My bad. <laughs> oh, my bad. Oops. No, I'm bad. You're bad. And you're bad. You're bad.
let's type it in real quick. George <laughs> Carlin War. Okay, yeah. It's about it's about almost ten minutes, but I don't think it's the full ten minute clip. It's yeah. probably at least seven minutes worth. But I mean, again, I'll reiterate, I just want Juan and listeners to listen to what he says about the golf war mm-hmm. and you know, let that sink in and bounce around your head about, you know with about your life now. Yeah. About the world's situation now. Okay, let's see. There might be an ad. There's an ad. Add one of two five seconds and somehow I count it to eight. <laughs> you ever notice that? Like you get down yeah. to one and it's like one one thousand. One one thousand? One one thousand? Still on one. You're like, what's going on? <laughs> like boy, that that one last one second was like three. Alright. I got the intro going. Hold okay. on, let me get let me get it to where he's actually on the stage. Okay, go. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you all. All right, just to reiterate, this is 9192, okay. and he's talking about war and Americans. Mm-hmm. Thank you, and hello, New York. Hello, New York, and thank you. Yeah. Okay. It's been a little while. It's been a little while since I've been here, and a couple of things have happened in that time. I'd like to talk a little bit about the war in the Persian Gulf. Big doings in the Persian Gulf. You know my favorite part of that war? It's the first war we ever had that was on every channel plus cable. Plus cable. (laughs) And the war got good ratings, too, didn't it? Got good ratings. Well, we like war. We like war. We're a warlike people. We like war because we're good at it. And you know why we're good at it? Because we get a lot of practice. This country's only 200 years old and already we've had 10 major wars. We average a major war every 20 years in this country, so we're good at it. And it's a good thing we are. We're not very good at anything else anymore. Huh? Can't build a decent car, can't make a TV set or a VCR worth the fuck. Got no steel industry left, can't educate our young people, can't get health care to our old people, but we can bomb the shit out of your country, all right? Huh? We can bomb the shit out of your country, all right? Especially if your country is full of brown people. Oh, we like that, don't we? That's our hobby. You're okay, Mark. That's our new job in the world, bombing brown people. Iraq, Panama, Grenada, Libya, you got some brown people in your country, tell them to watch the fuck out or we'll goddamn bomb them. Well, when's the last white people you can remember that we bombed? Can you remember the last white, can you remember any white people we've ever bombed? The Germans, those are the only ones and that's only because they were trying to cut in on our action. They wanted to dominate the world. Bullshit, that's our fucking job. That's our fucking job. Now we only bomb brown people. Not because they're trying to cut in on our action, just because they're brown. 
Now, you probably noticed I don't feel about that war the way we were told we were supposed to feel about that war, the way we were ordered and instructed by the United States government to feel about that war. You see, I tell you, my mind doesn't work that way. I got this real moron thing I do. It's called thinking. <laughs> and I'm not a very good American because I like to form my own opinions. I don't just roll over when I'm told to. Sad to say, most Americans just roll over on command, not me. I have certain rules I live by. My first rule, I don't believe anything the government tells me. Nothing. Nope. Zero. Nope. And I don't take very seriously the media or the press in this country, who in the case of the Persian Gulf War were nothing more than unpaid employees of the Department of Defense, and who most of the time, most of the time, function as kind of an unofficial public relations agency for the United States government. So I don't listen to them, I don't really believe in my country, and I gotta tell you folks, I don't get all choked up about yellow ribbons and American flags. I consider them, I consider them to be symbols, and I leave symbols to the symbol-minded. <laughs> me, I look at war a little bit differently. To me, war is a lot of prick-waving, okay? Simple thing, that's all it is. War is a whole lot of men standing out in the field waving their pricks at one another. Men are insecure about the size of their dicks, and so they have to kill one another over the idea. That's what all that asshole jock bullshit is all about. That's what all that adolescent macho male posturing and strutting in bars and locker rooms is all about. It's called dick fear. <laughs> Men are terrified that their pricks are inadequate, and so they have to compete with one another to feel better about themselves. And since war is the ultimate competition, basically men are killing each other in order to improve their self-esteem. You don't have to be a historian or a political scientist to see the bigger dick foreign policy theory at work. It sounds like this. What? They have bigger dicks? Bomb them! <laughs> and of course, the bombs and the rockets and the bullets are all shaped like dicks. It's a subconscious need to project the penis into other people's affairs. It's called fucking with people! That's so <laughs> funny. Get why I wanted to play that? Yeah. Alright. Uh, there's a couple uh, more said, minutes left, but he just makes fun of uh, yeah. Bush and Dick Cheney and Powell. And he's like, yeah. you know, their names are all related to the privates without being the privates yeah, type uh, of thing. Yeah. Did you want to hear that part? I mean, if you want. It's all right, up fuck to it. You. My little <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, that whole thing in the Persian Gulf was nothing more than a big, prick-waving dick fight. <laughs> in this particular case, Saddam Hussein had questioned the size of George Bush's dick. And George Bush had been called a wimp for so long, wimp rhymes with limp. George has been called a wimp for so long that he has to act out his manhood fantasies by sending other people's children to die. Even the name Bush. Even the name Bush is related to the genitals without being the genitals. 
is a sort of passive secondary sex characteristic. Now, if this man's name had been George Boner, well, he might have felt a little bit better about himself and we wouldn't have had any trouble over there in the first place. This whole country has a manhood problem. Big manhood problem in the USA. You can tell from the language we use. Language always gives you away. What did we do wrong in Vietnam? We pulled out. <laughs> huh? Not a very manly thing to do, is it? You people, you gotta stay in there and fuck them good. Fuck them all the way. Fuck them till the end. Fuck them to death. Fuck them to death. Fuck them to death. Stay in there and keep fucking them until they're all dead. We left a few women and children alive in Vietnam and we haven't felt good about ourselves since. That's why in the Persian Gulf, George Bush had to say, this will not be another Vietnam. He actually used these words. He said, this time we're going all the way. <laughs> Imagine an American president using the sexual slang of a 13-year-old to describe his foreign policy. <laughs> if you want to know what happened in the Persian Gulf, just remember the names of the two men who were running that war. Dick Cheney and Colin Powell. <laughs> Somebody got fucked in the ass. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, tell you what. Now, to balance the scale, I'd like to talk about some things that bring us together. Things that point out our similarities instead of our differences. Because that's all you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. You know, anything different, that's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality, anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? No, that's true. That's it for the clip. But that's, that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, for sure. For a while. I mean, like some things how, don't change, though. <laughs> Dude, game of empire never changes. Yeah. Oh shit. I got it. Sorry. No, you're good. No, it will never change. No. Uh, well, that basically sums up. Okay. And, uh, we'll see you next time. Man. All right. See ya. Latest.